how was your week? How, how was my week? How oh, you man. been? Uh, it was all right. How was life? Life's all right. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit, I don't know why, I'm just feeling a little burnt out lately. Well, tomorrow will be my sixth day in a row working, and eh, I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> That's just what mm-hmm. I keep telling myself. But same old, I guess. I don't know. What about you? Sort of the same, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking hate my job. Job sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's life. Just a never-ending cycle of suffering. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. I wasn't Damn. going to get that far. But okay. No, I know. I'm only slightly joking. Hey, it's that Buddhist saying that I said the last time. Didn't I say that? Like, life is pain, yeah, just... death is pain, birth is pain. That was pain. what it was. I had to look it up afterwards to make sure I was right. <laughs> is that actually a Buddhist saying? Oh, it, it, it's something like that, yeah. Buddhists, aren't they normally about, like, peace and shit? Well, yeah, I guess peace, but I think a part of peace is accepting the fact that life sucks. So just, like, (laughs) accept it. You know, life is always going to be full of pain and suffering, but if you accept it, then you can be at peace. I mean, I'm not here to question Buddha's methods. Oh, no, I'm not either, but... uh... The results will speak for themselves, I suppose. I suppose... What's going on, everybody? It's episode five. Episode five, uh, baby. Yeah. I was yeah. way too... I was forcing that. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was trying so hard there. Okay. You're always like the announcer of the podcast. You just gotta <sighs> get in your mood. I know. I, I do. Anyway, I had this half-topic, like, game thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just thought it would be fun. It's yeah. not an original idea. I, I'm, like, sort of stealing from another podcast again. There's this podcast called The Official Podcast, and it's the like one that I listen to the most and I love very much. And one of the people on there is Australian, and he like did like a game thing where he'd like say a bunch of like Australian slang words, and all the, everyone else would have to try and guess what it means. So I wanted to do that, <laughs> okay? Because I thought sure. it would be funny. All right, I'll probably be terrible yeah. at this, but yeah. I mean, it's basically complete gibberish. Like, like oh, oh, I bet. I never use these words because I think they're fucking stupid, but I mean, <laughs> it's just funny. All right. Let's do it. All right. I'll start with a relatively easy one. Arvo. A-R-V-O. Arvo. What the? <laughs> um, and this means, this just means something like, it's like yeah, everyday conversation. This everyday conversation stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're talking with like bogans, which are like I guess Australian rednecks, sort of. <laughs> I'm guessing it means just like, all right, see ya, have a good one, basically. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, damn, I'm trying to think how you would use that in a conversation. This is hard. This is meant to be an easy one. It's meant to be easy. I've never heard the words yeah. the word Arvo in my life. <laughs> You're not Australian. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, like, grab another beer. I don't know. Is that what it means? <laughs> you said rednecks no. use it. Australian rednecks use it. So that's why I'm like, okay, what what would rednecks do? <laughs> no, I mean, just like equivalent of a redneck is a bogan. And a, that's oh, like uh-huh. ba- basically just like a trashy Australian who is really into the culture, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Says a lot of these words. Okay, I give up for this one. Maybe the others will be easier. <laughs> All right. Arvo means afternoon. 
Oh, afternoon. Okay. Uh, see. Bravo, mate. Bravo. <laughs> Good Arvo. Oh man. Amazing. That's great. Good Arvo. So if you ever come across an Australian, just say that. <laughs> Good Arvo. Alright, we'll do. You sound like you sound like one of those like Italian people. Good Arvo. Get me Arvo. Gorlami. Gorlami. <laughs> Oh, I always think of Inglorious Bastards whenever I think Italian. Oh, yeah, it's the best. All right, the next one is... This is probably easy because it's like, I don't know, people make fun of Australians for this, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But Barbie. Oh, barbecue? Like the... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, yes. That's an easy one. All I know is put some <laughs> shrimp on the Barbie, mate. <laughs> Fuck off, alright. Hey, we don't put you, shrimp on Barbies. Well, that's what I've always heard. I don't know. Yeah, but it's a lie. You, this is a stereotype, but we're trying to fight it. You brought this game up, so I mean, you're opening yourself up to the stereotypes right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, but who would put who would put shrimp on a fucking barbecue? What? I don't know. Like when you make kebabs, you know? Do you have kebabs over there? Yeah, but, like, do you put shrimp on kebabs? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure some people... I, yeah, I think you do. I don't know. Shrimp and peppers and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, if I guess if it's mixed. But not, yeah. like, a whole, like, oh, stick Oh, no, full not of a whole shrimp. stick of shrimp, no. <laughs> no. All right. All right, this one's a bit harder, I guess. Okay. Booze bus. Booze bus. I mean, it's for to me, that sounds pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? Just, like... Is it like a party bus? Is it like you're going boozing and cruising? Like, booze cruise? Okay. Um, booze bus. Does it involve alcohol? I mean, it says booze. Yeah. Okay. Booze bus. I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to figure out if you don't have, like, the equivalent of these over there. I don't know. Mm. But, I mean, booze who knows? Bus. Hmm. I mean, is it, it's not like an Uber, like, calling, like, a... <laughs> Go no. call the booze bus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's not a bad guess, though. That would make sense. No, it would make <laughs> sense. Man, does it involve buses? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it involves booze and a bus, but not, not a... Yeah. Is it like a ice cream truck, except they sell booze instead of ice cream? <laughs> that would be awesome, but no. <laughs> Damn, that was my last guess. I don't know. That's, <laughs> it sounded pretty straightforward to me, but... All right, I don't know if I'm going to get it. Like I said, it, it might not be that you have the equivalent of it over there. It's like a bus, like a police bus. <laughs> and when you drive past it, they test you for like your... Oh, Like damn. they breathalyze you. Oh, boy. So like it's a whole bus. And like if they catch you, you go in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> With all the other criminals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Damn. Yeah, so it's for like drink driving shit, yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Test you to put you in the bu- yeah. We definitely. I don't think we have those. We just have cops that sit outside of the bars, and then if you get in your car and you pull off, then you know they'll probably pull you over and do it right there. Mm-hmm. We don't have buses that we have to look do out. Do they for. have like cars that like wait around for people to um, like go through? I mean, area? no. It's just like you know, just typical patrol cars. You know, we'll just drive around downtown. Um, or wherever and think something's up they'll pull you over but i don't think we have those yeah um i've got like a relatively easy one i think oh sure um maybe (laughs) yeah uh brecky brecky what the (laughs) b-r-e-k-k-i-e brecky breakfast yeah oh 
Oh, man. We're not only teaching you, we're teaching the people of the podcast. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, some of these are pretty... You'll need to know more about Australia. Yeah. I've got one that's probably quite hard. Mm. All right. (laughs) Durry. D-U-R-R-Y. Durry. Hmm. Durry. And I fucking hate this slang as well. Like, if anyone comes up to me and says this, like, I'm just like fuck off and this, <laughs> and this is like everyday Call it by its real name so this is like everyday use as well like i guess this is a, a bit of a hint but like in public someone may like come up and ask you mm-hmm. if you are equipped with a dory <laughs> okay um a light like a lighter nope okay i'm trying to think of what people would go up and ask you for in the public uh does the word dury does it sound like what you're Use not it. at all and not that's at why all. i hate it oh, man <laughs> see that's gonna be hard because a lot of, like brekkie sounds like breakfast so that's why i got I gave that. you a decent hint no. i think yeah well okay so people go up and ask you if you have one of these um probably dodgy people yeah is it drugs nope okay you said dodgy people I'm trying to think <laughs> oh you're you're not far off a uh, cigarette yeah. Okay. There we go. I was like, why do <laughs> why did I jump to drugs? Like, <laughs> they, uh, straight in. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not heroin, but you know, a dury though. That's weird. Like here, we just call yeah. them cigs. Like, do you have a cig? If you know, if we, if we were to use slang, but they'll just come up to you and be like, "Gravo, mate. You got a fucking dury? That's me with my Australian voice. You'll never hear that again. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> Gravo. Oh man, that's hilarious. I once got, like, punched in the face at a train station for saying, no, I didn't have one. Seriously? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. This guy was just super dodgy and it was nighttime. It's fine. <laughs> Jeez. It is what it is. <laughs> Holy shit. The next one's probably hard. Goon bag. Goon bag. Uh, it is a physical thing. Oh, it is? So, okay. It's like, is, it a, is it a type of bag? I don't know. Try and figure out the first word first. <laughs> It's like the bag is like sort of an extension of what the first word means, I guess. Yeah, goon. I mean, I only know the one meaning of goon, which is like calling somebody a goon. <laughs> I don't know. It's different in Australia. Oh, it must be because like my brain is already getting worn out. <laughs> this can't happen this early in the episode. I give up. I give up. All right. Goon is wine. Oh, okay. And a goon bag is a like a bag of wine. What the? See, we don't like. You know how you get like boxes of wine? Yeah, that yeah. You can drink from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the bag within it. That's a goon bag. <laughs> See? And I'll teach. I'll teach you about an Australian tradition, right? Mm-hmm. Because goon bags are cheap. So you go to the bottle store. You get a goon bag. You go to your house. You got all your friends with you. You peg the goon bag to a clothesline. <laughs> you spin it around and shit. And people open their mouths and, like, try and get it and shit. Sounds it's messy. Awesome. <laughs> it is messy. And it's very stupid. I don't want wine stains and... all over my clothes. <laughs> but this, like, this and, like, Dari and fucking all that shit, like, it's all, like, trashy people. It all, <laughs> yeah. Trashy people. <laughs> it also sounds like a waste of wine. You don't have to do that tradition, but oh, yeah, no. it's just part of it. I mean, it sounds like If a... you want to just drink straight from the bag, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I got two more, but if you want to, like, just move on, that's fine. If your brain's completely Are they easy ones? If they're easy, I'll do them. The second one might be a bit easy, but I don't know. Let's give that a shot. Sure, why not? That one is Mozzie. M-O-Z-Z-I-E. Okay, mozzarella? (laughs) No. (laughs) Damn. Uh, Mozzie. Dog or cat? No, 
but it's is it an animal ish yes oh uh is it a well it's not a kangaroo we call those kangaroos we oh you do (laughs) (laughs) okay i thought you just called them they're native to australia (laughs) what else would we fucking i don't know something like catchy for them like a just a catchy name for a kangaroo jumpy jumpy call them jumpies Well, I mean, there's um like an Australian brand of crisps called Jumpies, and they like shaped like kangaroos, mm. and they they're pretty delicious. Not gonna lie. Wow. But yeah, <laughs> that's about as close we can get to a slang for kangaroo. <laughs> All right, I, I just tell me, I give up. I give up. Mosquito. Oh, mosquito. Well, there you go. I learned a lot of new Australian slang. Anyway. Anyway. So you just watched Spencer. What else have you been watching recently that was really good or anything? Because I've just been re-watching a ton of stuff. Like, let me see. Yeah, I watched... I feel like I've been watching a lot of Lars von Trier, which I can't wait if we ever do an episode on him because there's so much to talk about with, like, him, his movies. It's just one of a kind. Like, I can't wait. I do want to watch more of his stuff. The only new one that I saw recently that I know you haven't seen yet was Dancer in the Dark. And... Uh, I mean, it's definitely not one of my favorites from him, but man, that ending, that was the last time, I'll, I'll just admit it, that ending had me crying, like, I was literally, like, I haven't cried at a movie in so long, and that ending, oh my god, I can't even talk about it, because, like, I feel like it traumatized me, <laughs> I really feel Jeez. like it did, like, yeah, and rewatching Melancholia again, man, I mean, I'll save a lot of this, like I said, if we do an episode on him, but I don't know. It's a toss-up between what my favorite movie from his at this point. I really don't know. It's still a great movie, but... I'm guessing House that Jack Built is in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just surprised at how better and better that movie keeps getting the more and more I watch it. Like, there's so much more I'm understanding and picking up on, and, like, it's just kind of fun. It's a weird, weirdly fun movie. At the same time, it's, like, you know, messed up. But, I don't know, it gives me, like, American Psycho vibes. Like, just how kind of dark and dark humorous it can be at times, but also about, you know, a serial killer. But, yeah. I'd really like to rewatch it at some point, yeah. It's still at a 7 out of 10 for me right now, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd like to rewatch it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, what are the last, like, five movies you watched that weren't rewatches? Um... <laughs> Oh, God. I watched a few of the Texas Chainsaw movies, including the new one, which, I mean, uh, the new one was not good. You know, I'm, I'm agreeing with pretty much everyone else. It's like, we haven't had a good one since the first two, but... This is another thing with my, um like, friend from Ireland. He's, like, <laughs> he's going against the grain with that one. He, he gave it, like, a six or a seven, I think, out of ten. Like but he, I, he said it's mostly because it's just, like, stupid fun, and he really had fun with it, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it, I guess. Like, if I just turn my brain off and watch it for what it is, it'd probably be better, but, yeah, just as trying to be a direct sequel to, like, the original Text Chainsaw, it's just, they li- they do exactly what Halloween 2018 did. It's just copy and paste, almost. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, like, the same exact... Thing, but I can't say for much because I've only seen the original Texas Chainsaw, but yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one is honestly fun. It's not as good as the first, it's not as serious as the first, but it it's like takes on a different tone and it's just like it, it's crazy. It's it's definitely crazier than the first movie, but um, the first one made me just feel really like sick and gross. It was <laughs> awful, but <laughs> but really good. 
The only part I like found just really funny was just like Leatherface trying to fucking chainsaw like trees while he's cha- like chasing that girl. <laughs> he yeah. just runs into tree branches every now and then, and he's like, "Ah, shit." Yeah, like, it just looks hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and also quickly, I also watched the 2003 Texas Chainsaw remake. That wasn't good. I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning. That I didn't like. That was. <laughs> terrible that was a horrible <laughs> like all of these texas chainsaw movies they feel just so they're all the same like they're just all the same except for the first two really because they are so different mm. but so i guess that was three recent things and then paris texas me and chandra recently watched paris texas for the first time that was really good and uh then my last fifth one was donnie darko finally finally watched it yeah it's yeah. a great movie i saw that yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. That's good. Did you watch the director's cut or the original? I don't know. I honestly don't know which one it was. It was on HBO, so whichever version they have, I'm not sure. But that's totally one I'd have to rewatch. It's it, like the original is not bad at all. It's still got like a lot of the base stuff from the movie and all that. But the director's cut just it has this like different feel to it for some reason. But it like really really works and like and there's some music changes that do really well. I think too. It's a great movie, though, regardless. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. What was the last things you watched? First is The French Dispatch, finally. Oh, yeah. And then I watched Ninja Baby, which was awesome. Very similar to Juno, but, like, way better in my opinion, honestly. <laughs> like, I had a lot of fun with it, and it's like it's got a really, really good sense of humor, and it's super sweet. <laughs> I'd highly recommend it. Like, not a lot of people have heard of it, but, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And then I watched Tunnel from 2016. It's like a Korean movie where a guy gets trapped in a tunnel. Well, not trapped. It's like an entire like tunnel he's driving through collapses on him. It's pretty wild. Uh, and then Spencer and Uncharted. That was all today. Nice. There you go. Well, I mean, <laughs> nice to Spencer. That That's what I'm saying. Nice to. <laughs> What's wrong with Uncharted, bro? Uh, you don't like Mark Wahlberg or Sully? No, I mean, that's, I'm glad I didn't play the, or no, I'm not glad I didn't play these games, but I'm glad I'm not, like, so attached to that game series to, if it was a game series I really loved, then I'd be mad about it, but I don't think I've played a single one of those games, so I guess I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. a big fan of the series, and yeah, <laughs> no, fuck that. They, they fucked just, it I up. I think the casting is awful. Yeah. The only casting I think they got, like, decent was, um, Chloe, like, she mm. was really good. Yeah. But... Tom Holland, sorry, no. <laughs> He's like, too young to be Nathan Drake. Yeah, just too lo- young looking. Just like, yeah, yeah, but I mean, they, you know, have the opportunity to make sequels to this and stuff like that, and I'm certain they'll make a bunch more. But like, even then, I can't really see him like growing into looking like Nathan Drake no. or giving me that feeling. So it's like I don't really see why he was cast, but whatever. Just because he's popular now. You know? Yeah, it's kind of annoying. It but is. But Mark Wahlberg, he's fucking... He's a worse. He's the <laughs> he, biggest miscast ever. He's fucking Damn. trash. I, I like him in certain stuff. Like, he can, you know, make or break a movie for sure. <laughs> just, the only thing I've seen him in that I like him in is Boogie Nights. Uh, yeah, Boogie Nights is... A lot of people say it's his best. Have you seen... Have you seen The Other Guys with by Adam McKay? With Will Ferrell and... No, we've talked about that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, that's another one I rewatched recently. That honestly is probably my favorite comedy of all time. Like, I just love it so much. And, like, <laughs> that just his, 
chemistry, his dynamic with Will Ferrell in the movie is just hilarious. And those aren't even two actors I love, but like in that movie, it works so well. So I, if you eventually, if you watch that, maybe you'll think he's funny. I'd like know. to at some point, but yeah, that's what's putting me off. Just the main two. I'm not a huge fan of either. Yeah, of them, but nah, yeah. yeah, I mean, not so much either for me. But yeah, Michael Keaton is like one reason right there to watch the movie because he's hilarious. He plays so Michael Keaton today when the Mobius trailer came up. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that, God, that, that movie. That movie's gonna be a disaster. It probably will be. There's some cool looking things in there, but that's sort of the same with Venom anyway. Like there are some cool looking things, but it's not always great. Let yeah. that be Carnage was super fun though. I I like that movie a lot. See, that's the one movie in this whole like in any Spider-Man related movie whatever that i haven't seen like i haven't seen the carnage movie but everything else i've mm. seen it is literally just like really stupid fun like that's <laughs> all it is like, is it it's so dumb <laughs> i mean is it kind of similar to the first venom and just like how dumb fun it is or is it even crazier well the first venom is like held back by how boring it can be like, true that's the true problem with it like yeah i like riz ahmed a lot but like his character was so fucking bad he was a terrible villain yeah his and villain was very boring it just felt so overlong too but yeah. like venom let there be carnage is like 80 minutes or some shit <laughs> short awesome. and sweet to the point yeah yeah <laughs> it's but... a lot of fun and tom hardy just like his back and forth with like the symbiote is just so good <laughs> yeah he just plays it so well that was really the best parts of the venom movie for sure just like him yeah. and the symbiote and yeah so i mean i i enjoy that movie but yeah i don't love it i hope morbius at least has some good parts but i don't <sighs> know it just looks really bad it just looks so cheesy yeah we'll see we will see so he is a spider-man villain morbius is like specifically for spider-man i think that's what I think, too, I think. I think he was part of the Sinister Six at one point. I don't know. Why is Sony doing just, like, villain origin <laughs> yeah. stories? Yeah, it's really Are weird. Are they doing any hero ones? I mean, aside from Amazing Spider-Man, but that was ages ago. Yeah, I would have assumed at some point they were, like, kind of like with the Avengers, you do a movie with each, bring them together. I thought they were doing that with the Sinister Six, I guess. But then maybe again, they they, yeah, maybe. But who knows? Speaking of Spider-Man, well, we both wanted to talk about all the movies, so, you know, with No Way Home having come out, so better late than never, right? So, I guess, you know, if we're going to talk about all the Spider-Man movies, we have to start with the best Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, baby. Yes, I hope yep. you're in that group. I hope you agree. Of course I'm in that yes. group. You know I am. Yes. I, there is no other Spider-Man that could do a better job than him. Like, even though I love Tom Holland, I really do. Like, uh-huh. Toby, he's just he's you always, the goat. He is. He is the goat. You always, I don't know why, but you, like you kind of struck me as an Andrew Garfield uh, fan out of those three. <laughs> I mean, like you would like him the most. I think out of the three, he's the best actor. Like outside of everything else, like yes. like outside of Spider Man, he's just an incredible actor. Spider Man just like those movies just weren't very good. Mm-hmm. But yes, exactly. He plays Peter Parker well, and he plays everything else well. So, like, yeah, he's just the best actor out of all of them. But he's not the best Spider-Man. Yeah, I would agree. You know, okay, so we both love Toby, and I mean, I really think these first three movies all together are just even Spider-Man three, which people always give me shit about. 
but I love that movie even even still. I mean, it's just like a perfect trilogy to me. I just it is to me all. as well. Yes, I, okay. I grew up with it. I literally just can't see flaws with it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, Everything same here. Works. Yeah, so we both grew up with it, and so I mean, yeah, for me, I'll admit a lot of it is nostalgia, but I don't care. Like, I just mm. I love it. It's been a long time since I had watched the Raimi trilogy. It's been a while, but Spider-Man One, One, I think it is out of all of the Spider-Man movies. I mean, out of all the Spider-Man origin movies, I think that was the best origin like movie. It had the most emotion to me, like with mm. you know Peter and his uncle Ben, and then just like the way they did it, the way they turned him into Spider-Man and he discovered his powers. Like it was just done perfectly and. But if I had to say my favorite thing about that first movie, it just goes without saying Willem Dafoe is the fucking, <laughs> he just, he, every time he's on screen, I just, I can't stop smiling. You can tell he was yeah. just having so much fun in that role. Like he just, he could not wait to shoot his scene. I mean, he was just, <laughs> he's just, just incredible. He uh, like goes all out. He, he does. really does. I mean, and everyone points to that one scene, you know, where he gets fired at Oscorp. And it's just, but it's so good. <laughs> you can't do this to me. <laughs> do you know how much I've sacrificed? Uh, out, am I? <laughs> out, am I? We'll see. <laughs> oh, man. Like, he goes through literally, I mean, they pointed out how he literally goes through each of the five stages of grief in that one scene. And it's just great. He is. He is perfect. Like, I'm telling you, after is. watching... After watching, you know, the Spider-Man movies, and then obviously the Lighthouse and all these other random Will and Defoe movies, and then finally, even like you know some of the stuff he's done with Lars von Trier because I've been watching his stuff. I honestly, he might now be my favorite actor because I I just can't think of, and I don't know. I mean, I I've never never thought of a favorite actor, but he could be it, honestly. But. He's fucking amazing. He really is. So that's definitely my favorite thing about that first movie. My favorite actor is probably Mads Mikkelsen, but Willem Dafoe is like definitely getting up there the more I see him. Is he your favorite thing about that movie or something else? I mean, just everything in that movie is fucking fantastic. It is. Like from Toby to Willem to fucking score by Danny Elfman. Like, Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. <laughs> like, everything's just perfect. Oh, it everything's is. fucking perfect. It's, yeah. it's just like yeah the it perfect is it's a origin. perfect origin yeah it is yeah it's got so many like quotable moments too but also some really like i, I guess heartfelt moments too like it's oh yeah it, it's mm-hmm. got a lot of heart going with it but like it also knows how to like break that up with really like oddly hilarious <laughs> moments too yeah exactly like that's what i love about sam raimi is that like he he just blends drama and comedy so well like you know it gets emotional and like heartfelt but also funny and campy and like that's a lot of his movies and it's just like Mm -hmm. and i think toby just like toby just looks and feels and like sounds the most such a how can you hate him like (laughs) you know like he sounds like just such a innocent guy to where like i don't know I don't know. He's just the perfect Spider-Man because, like, he he really does have the awkwardness down perfectly. He does. He's exactly. He's just naturally awkward. At some points, he just feels like too awkward. You just like, <laughs> God, stop. But like, yeah. it works for the character really well. Was was Spider-Man one the movie where he says, 
punch me and I bleed. Remember, do you remember sure that that's line? Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay, that's yeah. Spider-Man 2. Okay. I just love yeah, that. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I look back on those moments, like, now, and it's like, yeah, some scenes are, like, ridiculous and some quotes are very dumb. But, like, in the moment when I was a kid, like, I felt every bit of, like, Toby's... Mm-hmm emotion yeah. for some reason like because c- i was a kid like i didn't really mm-hmm. get that it was just like just like kind of stupid <laughs> yeah in the long run i wasn't really listening to the words he was saying but i was like damn he's sad i'm <laughs> sad now oh no spider-man you'll be okay <laughs> yeah exactly yeah he's i can just relate to him the most out of all the spider-man because he is like a naturally awkward guy just like you know kind of nerdy and just like doesn't have a ton of friends but he wants to be a nice guy like i just see a lot of myself in him so i'm like okay oh no yeah. here we go say the thing quinn he's literally me there he's literally <laughs> okay i feel better <laughs> Jesus Christ. yes i was like he's going down this path <laughs> i was building up to it you knew and i guess okay my last thing i just thought of about that movie that i love is the fact that the scene to where they're in the lunchroom and he like this is where he really starts discovering his powers i think but when he obviously when he catches all the food on the tray and you know the infamous like no cgi like no cgi used to catch all the f- and it's it took him i don't know how many takes an insane amount of takes to do it but like well, nowadays it just be so easy to just cgi that in but like you know the year what back in this was what 2000 i mm. mean or 2002 I'd, i would like if some directors just went yeah but like why don't we try and just exactly catch all, you know? <laughs> exactly yeah and i'm sure there are some that would probably do that but yeah yeah it, it, it was sure. just a different time you know it was a different time yeah i don't know sam raimi's awesome the fact that he decided to just no we're gonna keep doing this until he catches it on the tray <laughs> One of the best fucking lines in that movie that I still use to this day is, um, I wouldn't want to fight me neither. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, those quotes are great. Like you said, there's great quotes, like, obviously, like, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And, like, there's a bunch of deep quotes in that movie, but then there's also a bunch of goofy, obviously, lines. (laughs) Like, what was one of them? The whole bone saw sequence when they're wrestling yeah. in the wrestling <laughs> ring. And then yes. he got my name. No, he got my name wrong <laughs> when they call him Spider-Boy or whatever. But one of my favorite lines that is just so goofy, it's when Spider-Man is, he's rescuing the people from that burning apartment building, I think. And, you know, the Green Goblin is up there, like disguised as some old lady. and <laughs> turns around and then... <laughs> I think Goblin says something to him, like, you know, you're out, Spider-Man, or something like that. And Spider-Man's like, no, it's you who's out, Gobby. <laughs> Calls him Gobby. <laughs> Every time, I'm just like, oh my god. That's awesome. Anyway, yeah. I mean, every, every bit of the performance from um, Cliff Robinson, Robertson as Uncle Ben, like, he's he's just so good in, oh, yeah. in all of his scenes. Like, he's yeah. really fucking good. He like Every remi- scene he's in just got me super emotional when I was a kid, and even now. Mm-hmm. When I see him, it's just like such a, like the perfect father figure looking person. Mm. It literally, it is. Like, and it goes in with um, like Rosemary Harris as Aunt May as well. Oh like, yeah. Th- those two are just like, <laughs> they're so adorable and so emotional. <laughs> yeah. They're just like the most wholesome people. Yeah. Yeah. But there's other great performances as well, obviously, like fucking... James Franco, J.K. Simmons, Kirsten Dunst. They're all just uh, great in their own roles. I would love to see James Franco return <laughs> at some point. Oh, I know. I, I want to see him come up again. Yeah. 
Come back, James Franco. Uh, but no, he was great as Green Goblin Jr. or whatever. Harry Osborn. Harry. I mean, yeah, in the first one, he's literally just Harry Osborn, and he, yeah. he's very cool. Yeah, and I also love, okay, I think the last scenes I could think of that really stand out to me was, like, the scenes in uh, with Willem Dafoe talking in the mirror. Like, it, it, yeah. it felt like Gollum talking to himself. Like, that's what it always reminded so me of. Good. It's so good. Oh, that, man. like, laugh he does that echoes down the hallways <laughs> is, like, so memorable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just his face. Like, he's just... He would be the perfect Joker. I'm still... I will die on that hill. He really would, He yeah. would. And uh, I will never... Like, the fact that Robert Pattinson's Batman will never face Willem Dafoe's Joker is just, like, the biggest missed opportunity ever. Dude, imagine if that happens sometime It'd in the be... future. I'll fucking freak oh, out. Oh, I know. It'd be literally perfect. It'd be perfect but he goes up to him and says you smell of shit <laughs> yeah yeah bless him yeah anyway do we want to move on yeah sure let's move on to spider-man 2 no what a lot of people consider to be the best yeah spider-man 2 so mm-hmm. why is that why do you think people consider this to be the best what is it about it well i do yeah, but I, <laughs> but it's been a while since I've seen it. Like, so I'm trying to. I mean, I love obviously everything with Doc Ock, and like, there's so many great moments. But like, I don't know. It's just it, it has everything. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. Like, it's it's got like a fucking fantastic villain. Mm-hmm. It's got like a inner conflict within the like main hero that goes on that's like really hard to overcome and shit. It's got romance. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. That's true. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And, and the action sequences, holy fuck, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, the train scene was great. Oh, the, the train, train scene's scene. iconic. Or the subway train, yeah. Um, and even, like, the bank scene and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Rewatching this, like, a year and a half ago, like, I almost completely forgot about the hospital sequence. Mm-hmm. That is so Sam Raimi. Like, it, oh, yeah, yeah. When, it when is, when like... He, <laughs> That was like Evil Dead right there. That was like watching Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I cannot imagine people's, like, first reactions to that when it first happened in, like, cinemas. Like, it's so out of nowhere. Yeah, it just suddenly (laughs) turns into a horror movie. It does. Yeah. Like, that woman who's, like, getting dragged across the floor and fucking nails are coming off and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Seriously, that scene, like, I probably scarred me as a kid watching that. Like, it it was horrifying. It was just a horrifying scene. But, I guess it didn't do like super emotional damage to me or anything as a kid, but just rewatching it, I was like, "What? Yeah. Oh, that scene! Fuck! I remember this! <laughs> Jesus!" I just remember it just being, yeah, I don't know, just so out of the blue, but also awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, but no, that was definitely you could tell like that was Sam Raimi there. I mean, nobody else could do yeah. that <laughs> or would think to do that. But huge highlight for me is fucking Alfred Molina. Like I haven't oh, seen yeah. him in a lot, but he's just fuck he's so good in this role yeah he is he's, he really is yeah i still prefer i mean out of all the villains you know willem dafoe as green goblin will always be my favorite but no he was great too i think i sort of feel the same but i don't really see them as comparable for some reason like i just i really really like them on their own yeah that's true but, but people are always gonna compare them. willem dafoe's has like a lot to it you know he does yeah and i mean they're both pretty similar in the fact that like both they're both genius like scientists but their own inventions kind of poison their mind and turn them evil or like control them pretty much but i'm just gonna give like a forewarning here like probably just spoilers for everything we're gonna talk about here 
all the Spider-Man yeah, movies. Yeah, true, yeah. Just so we can talk freely about it, I think. Yeah. Willem Dafoe's, like, death scene in Spider-Man 1 is really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a cool idea, too. Yeah. Like, he was... Yeah. He's, he's literally, like, on the brink of death. Like, he's just, like, pretty much about to get fucking beat down by Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And he, like, just takes this one last chance to try and kill him. And he ends up killing himself. Yeah, it's, like, it's fuck, great. It's so cool. That's what I love, like, about... I, Which I never even noticed it until it was... Like, I read it or saw it somewhere. But, like, how, yeah, all the Spider-Man villains, they pretty much do... It's almost like they kill themselves in the end like spider-man didn't intentionally kill them or want to kill them they all just kind of like you know by their own hand almost just you know died Hmm. i don't know if yeah which is an interesting idea but i mean it works for each of these characters i think oh it totally does because like i mean they're all like such egotistical like I mean, their pride is their downfall type thing. Their ego is their downfall. Mm. But I, I love a lot of the emotion that Doc Ock gives off with, with oh, all yeah. of that. Like, like especially in the last sequence where like everything's just turned to absolute shit, and he's just like he has that one moment with Peter where he's just like Peter Parker, <laughs> brilliant but lazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even in that moment, he has such a, like an um, emotional core to the like character itself. Mm-hmm. Like when he's not being controlled by the arms and shit, it's like. Yeah, he's such an interesting character. I think. Well, I mean, yeah, he was like, played so well. Yeah, it was. I mean, he was like the perfect mentor for Peter until he turned bad. So, I mean, mm. that was an interesting dynamic. Listen to me now. <laughs> yeah, he's probably my favorite part. Um, and also was Spider-Man Two. You know, the infamous line: "Pizza time, pizza time." <laughs> yes, it was. Okay, yes, yes, it was. Pizza time. <laughs> yeah, that was a it's great moment. Just that whole sequence of him in the closet <laughs> trying to put everything back in the closet. It keeps falling out. Like, these movies, they're easily the funniest, too. That is peak Tobey Maguire awkwardness <laughs> that is. right there, that scene. Uh, I, I need to rewatch God, I, those. I miss him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> miss him already. But I guess that's probably my favorite thing about the movie, too, is just Alfred Molina in general. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> And I love that whole thing with J.K. Simmons, like when Spider-Man quits and shit, and he's just oh like, yeah, he was he was a hero. I couldn't <laughs> see it all this time, and then it goes missing, and he's like, he was a thief. <laughs> oh, he was yeah, true. How did I forget to mention him, J. Joan Jameson? He's like one of the best things about all three of the movies too, easily. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. that was perfect casting. I'm really hoping like at some point they bring back like the the whole like daily bugle crew because they're like oh i know they're yeah. a lot of fun yeah they were it was perfect um and like yeah because sam raimi's brother was the one guy that would always like pitch yeah. in the stuff and he was giving all the possible names for doc ock and he's like dr strange it's like it's been taken <laughs> it's taken <laughs> but i love it yeah spider-man 2 is just fantastic it is I, I really love the whole sequence where he pretty much like quits as spider-man like, oh yeah awesome. and he loses his powers and like mm. and he's <laughs> yeah that whole montage scene there's so many montages throughout these movies but i mean they're so iconic <laughs> how he's eating the hot dog and watching them like yeah <laughs> you read my mind yeah yeah uh just watches the cops chasing somebody i think just <laughs> i've seen so many people like edit like different things of that where it's just like huge like terror attacks and shit and then just it cuts back to him <laughs> continuously eating the hot dog this like 
I swear these Spider-Man movies have like the most memes that have come from him, without a doubt. Yeah, like, yeah. each movie has a meme. But they're extremely memeable. Oh yeah, they really are. But speaking of memeable, yeah. I can't wait to talk about Spider-Man three unless you had anything else about Spider-Man two. Yeah, Spider-Man three is it's the Spider-Man film I've seen the most. Absolutely, I would say the same. Honestly, I've watched it on repeat. Yeah, yeah. I could not stop watching it when I was a kid when it first came out. <laughs> yeah. It's, I was just in love with it. Me too. I mean, it's just, it's the goofiest out of all of them, probably. I mean, and for obvious mm. reasons, but... Objectively not perfect at all, but no. it's so perfect for me. Yeah. I just love it. Exactly. Like, I, I try to see people's criticisms, which is... I mean, most people just say it's really messy, but... I mean, there was really only three villains, like, you know, Sandman, Green Goblin, and then uh, Venom. I don't even see a problem with that. No, I don't see a problem either. Like, it's balanced out well. Yeah. I mean, look at No Way Home. That has, like, I don't know how many villains, but in Spider-Man yes. 3, this will make Spider-Man 3 look tame, like, but... I guess it's sort of different, given what No Way Home is. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I guess it, yeah. Spider-Man 3 is just, like... They do balance it out well, even though it feels a bit overcrowded. I think they do a very good job at it. Yeah, they do. Like I, I really, I really love that first sequence when um, like he gets like attacked by Harry, like his mm. Green Goblin. Oh yeah, yeah, that was like that whole sequence is awesome. <laughs> oh, it is, and he's trying to like catch the wedding ring or not lose the wedding ring. Meanwhile, it's like that scene is so fucking cool. Yeah, it is so cool. It is. I. Uh... I just don't see how people can just say it's such a terrible movie. There's so many great sequences like that. It is like, literally perfect. Yeah, it is. Fuck you. It is perfect. <laughs> oh, God, I love Spider-Man 3 so much. Me too. I would say, I mean... 2.9 on Letterboxd? I know, it's me? fucking crazy. I don't know how people think this way. <laughs> like, how can you... Uh, I don't know. I mean, and yeah, if I had to pick my favorite part, it honestly is the entire montage with evil toby Maguire, like that's the it fucking best <laughs> just with that song in the background too i i still have that song on my playlist it's a long song <laughs> it is a way. long song yeah but every time i throw it on i feel i just enter his mindset yeah. just like <laughs> i just feel like i can walk down the street pointing at people <laughs> I should never go in public and listen to a song because I'll get too wrapped up in it and just start pointing at people. Me too. Me too. And you don't want to do that in Australia. No, no. You wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. One of the best fucking shots of all time is him just going into that store and oh, then yeah. coming out. Yeah. And then, just, and then coming out so immediately. Cool. And then, yeah. The fact that people use that as a criticism of the movie, it's like that that people just hate fun like i mean i say i hate fun but yeah people just hate fun yeah but i mean that's i don't know how you could watch that and be like this is terrible this is it's just so much fun that's all i gotta say like that's the best way to put it i think a lot of people would usually just be like oh my god this is so cringe Jesus. yeah exactly yeah they would say it's cringe but that's kind of the point yeah that's the point, <laughs> that's the point. he thinks he's acting all cool in reality it's like it's so good what do we um think of just the villains, I guess? Mm. For me, the best one is Harry Osborn, just because oh, really? it's more personal to Yeah, that's true. It feels like there's a lot of history there and stuff like that. But in terms of like the look, I suppose, probably Sandman. Like, he's mm -hmm. fucking cool. Yeah. No, I would definitely say... I, I love... I mean, I love the, you know, relationship and all that between Harry and Peter. But what always hits me, that movie, is Sandman and his whole arc. Just like... 
you know, because yeah. he is like a good guy, but he like got wrapped up in all this stuff, and he like tr- is trying to just take care of his daughter, and like at the very end, it's a tragic story. It is a tragic story, and then you know, like we said, we're talking spoilers, but when he kill, I mean, he's the one that killed accidentally killed Peter's uncle, which kind of, yeah. I mean, that twist, you know, was you could say it was probably just like thrown in there, forced. Maybe people would say that just out of the blue, but. No, I mean... I think it's well handled. I thought it was well handled enough. But no, his, like... And then the whole ending where Peter's like, I forgive you. <laughs> and then just, like, that look on Sandman's face. Like, that is, like, the most emotional part for me throughout the entire trilogy. Yeah. And so I think Sandman is just, like, he was the most... He was the most human out of all the villains to me. I mean, apart from Harry. But mm. in as much fun as it is seeing Topher Grace's Venom, like... It was really fun, but it's just, it's also kind of goofy. There's not much to his character. I mean, it, it doesn't have like any emotional no. backing to support it, but it's like, it's fun. It's fun. Like, he's just like a, a rival to Peter Parker. I mean, and at the Daily Bugle, that's all it really is. I mean, and he was dating Gwen Stacy. I don't know. That's all they really gave him. But I love that scene with him in the church. I oh. come to you humble <laughs> and humiliated. <laughs> It's like funny but sad at the same time, but then it gets really dark. Like it's so many things that scene, and then <laughs> he got so mad about like being showed up at the office or some shit that he starts crying in a chair, <laughs> literally praying for Peter's death. It's like so yeah fucked. Like, it's a bit far, man. Yeah, Jesus it is. Christ. Yeah, he was fully dead. He's just there. too cool. He can't be forced to live on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Toby's just too cool. <laughs> I just love that one shot where he's like. Toby like puts his like feet up on the desk and shit, and, and oh J.K. yeah, Simmons is just looking down at him, <laughs> just like keeps oh. looking down at his feet and then up at him. Uh, like yeah. I said, that whole montage is my favorite part of. Literally, I would say it's my favorite part of the entire trilogy. It's just so. Mm. You want forgiveness? Get religion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the the whole sequence with like that woman that lives next to him and shit. Like where he's just on the phone. Like, oh yeah, eating yeah. Milk and it's like he's feeding him cookies, and then he's like, "Go make me some. Go make me some more." Or like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then this one's not really funny. I mean, it's it's funny, but it's also kind of sad seeing like how much how bad he turned. But like the whole rent thing, where he's like, "Yeah, pay me rent, pay me rent," and then he's like, "I have to say, I I use this all the time. <laughs> You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door." <laughs> it's just perfect it's so it's great in the moment it's so like hard-hitting it is like you're just like damn okay yeah because like he's been nice to him like well i mean other than always asking him for rent like you know you see that guy throughout the whole trilogy he's just never retaliated yeah but like that's the first moment where you see that guy just be like oh yeah uh what <laughs> i really like love that sequence where he goes to visit harry as like the evil oh yeah Parker, I guess. Mm-hmm. and they fight it's it's <laughs> it's so good and yeah. i just love that bit where like right at the end he like goes to throw the goblin bomb at him and he just slingshots oh, it back God. at him like fuck it's so cool yeah it's like, was... like he just does it like straight up like fucking and like it, oh i know it could have killed i'm surprised it didn't kill him like do you think he just like and then he just walks away he doesn't even think about it i mean almost like he was he didn't care if he killed him right there that's the symbiote that's the power of the symbiote that's true that is i get so emotional in like the last like 20 minutes or so like there's this one sequence where like the music really kicks up and shit and it's when like i I know the exact like part 
he like fucking jumps down and like he's going to fight Sandman and shit and like the American flag is like right oh, behind yeah. him and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, a fucking Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that I'm was ready. great. And I love how Harry comes to help him at the end. Yeah. Oh god. I get so yeah. emotional. I lo- I love that trilogy. Me too. It's the best. They're they're I mean, without giving away my ranking, they are pretty much my top three. I mean, they just are. I don't know, I could go on forever yeah. about these, but yeah, they're just perfect. In order of release, next would be Amazing Spider-Man, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now on to Quinn's favorite movie. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, the first one's not <laughs> terrible. It's not bad, but yeah, The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see it when it first came out? I I don't even remember if I saw it in theaters. That's the thing. I might have, but... I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't know if I did either. But, you know, I haven't seen... These are, like, the movies I've seen the absolute least for sure. Like, so I don't know how much I'll be able to say about them. But, like, I literally think I saw The Amazing Spider-Man 2 only once. I I think I've only seen that movie Mm -hmm. once. And the first one I've seen a few times on TV. But I think a lot of the reason I don't like these movies is kind of a... It's kind of a petty reason, I'm not going to lie, but like around the time this came out, then, I mean, you know, I was just a Toby fanboy at heart, and I was like, nobody can replace Toby. Nobody can do yeah. it. Like, so I just had I mean, this. I was probably the same, yeah. Yeah, and there's probably a lot of people like that to where, like, you know, it's just, even despite how good Andrew Garfield was, like, I just couldn't accept the fact that, like, anybody else could be Spider-Man, so that affected the way i viewed him for sure and looking back andrew garfield was good but everything else surrounding him i just wasn't a fan of it just kind of the whole all the movies just kind of felt cheesy and just kind of really i don't even know it really felt like like some of the actors were really trying their best and stuff and trying to sell it but the direction was just so shit yeah the direction was not good and i didn't really like the whole that weird subplot with peter's parents where they were like agents or whatever they were i didn't really i think that's in the second one. Oh, i thought that was in the first but okay maybe yeah the second but i mean For the first there's like some mystery to his parents and shit and then yeah yeah i don't know i mean i don't remember much from it but if i can say my favorite thing about it yeah i mean it probably would just be andrew garfield i don't really have mm-hmm. him and i like uh, martin sheen is uncle ben he was good he was a good uncle ben but um, and I do like the whole sequence of where he's like, he wakes up and he has his powers, like he discovers his powers. I, yeah. That was cool. But otherwise, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the villain. I didn't like just a lot of stuff. I don't know. I think Sally Fields is a bad Aunt May. Yeah, I, I know. I think she's good at all. Yeah, I didn't really care for her either. She just didn't, I don't know. Just I just don't like her as an actress in general. Like everything I've seen her in, she's just been very mediocre. Yeah. From what I've seen. I would agree. I'd even say, like, the video game Spider-Man, like, the PS4 Spider-Man, that Aunt May is, like, way better. That Aunt <laughs> oh, May yeah. is actually really good. Yeah, they, yeah, she is. A lot of people say that's, like, the best, one of the best Spider-Man, like, just that PS4 Peter Parker. I do like, really like him, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I he's good. Yeah, he is good. But I, I just would never compare a video game Peter Parker to the yeah, movie, I guess. I guess. But I don't know. I mean, I like how Dennis Leary's in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really grasping for freaking straws right now. Like, uh, yeah, I like some of the casting, but otherwise, the movie was really cheesy. I didn't really like the villain. I didn't. The writing, like, I could go on, but 
I don't want to be too negative on him. The first one's decent. I think the first one's honestly decent. It's just not like nowhere yeah. near the Raimi trilogy. No, nowhere near. But I mean, I sort of like Lizard, but mostly just because I really like Risa Fons. I think he's a good actor. Mm. Yeah. But um, you recently watched that Harry Potters and shit. Like him as Xenophilius Lovegood is really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think he's great there. Yeah. I don't know. He's just very underutilized in Amazing Spider-Man. And he could have been a lot better. Yeah, but, he could have. Yeah, I think really the best thing is like just some visual elements and Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I mean, I There's thought Emma Stone was good as Gwen Stacy too, but... Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, they're, she's fine. That's how I could sum up this whole movie. It's just fine. It's just whatever. Not much to say about that one. That's, I literally I don't know what else to say about that. And this next one, I'm dreading. This next... <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like, like I said, yeah, I've only seen it once, and that's for a reason. Like, uh, has the worst villains. The worst villains. I, I don't know if you saw or not, but I, like, I had only ever seen, like, clips of it and stuff and heard people saying, you know, don't fucking watch it, it's terrible. And so I, like, only saw it for the first time, like, just late last year. Mm. Well, at least it's fresher just, in your mind, probably, but... It is, and I don't, like I said in the review, I don't necessarily think it's, like, as bad as people say, but it's, like... It's nowhere near good. I give no. it a 3 out of 10. I think it's mm-hmm. like still bad. Yeah. But it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen or anything like that. No. Like there, there are good parts of it. There are good parts. Mm-hmm. But it's just... It's so fucking badly handled and it <sighs> yeah. looks like shit, dude. <laughs> it does. It looks terrible. Like Electro is fucking... He, I just think... He's fucking yeah. gangbanged to shit. <laughs> like he just... He's so badly put together. Oh, they ruined his character. Yeah, he they just looks... ruined him. I think my least favorite part of... You know, Electro's bad and, you know, obviously rhino who's barely in the movie i mean he's fucking terrible <laughs> he was awesome oh oh, he's awesome he was awesome i mean just in his two scenes he's uh, so stupidly awesome i guess like that's, awesome. that's the kind of stuff where it reminded me of like the raimi trilogy where i was just like okay this is just some dumb fucking shit some guy in a fucking rhino suit he's russian he's played by paul giamatti yeah like, all right fuck yeah why not but i it would that's fun yeah i guess it would have been almost i didn't I think even though it'd be hard to put into film, like I just imagine, you know, this is a comic book nerd in me, but like Rhino, who's in a, who's a huge buff guy in like a, you know, skin tight Rhino suit. Like that's, you know, as opposed to the movie, who's just Paul Giamatti in a big mechanical suit. Like it's just (laughs) weird. It's funny. It's funny, but at the same time, and it's a goofy idea, but I just, could you imagine like, it'd be, if Sam Raimi handled all of this, it would be He'd, he'd make it work i just he would be able to make it work but he really would yeah you know could, yeah. but he'd give it personality he it's would. just that the films felt like they had no personality no to them. like they tried to be kind of funny because peter parker's a comical character but at the same time they tried to be so serious and it's like i can't take mm. this guy serious i can't take these villains seriously if they look terrible it felt like similar to that tone of movies that was coming out at that point like batman v superman and man of steel and shit like it's just it's that like dark depressing element Mm -hmm. that's like taken to such a stupid level yeah it is like when i was watching amazing spider-man 2 i was noticing like it was it's fucking long oh yeah it's long (laughs) it feels long it's it is miserable like and and like i said like before i pick even think of a favorite part i for sure know my least favorite thing about this movie is probably honestly it's probably the green goblin like this harry osborne is terror i just 
I don't know if it's the actor. I mean, he's been in some other stuff. He's not bad. Like, A Cure for Wellness, he's in that. I know, I think you've... I get so just sad when I think about Dane DeHaan because I think he's a really good actor that has the opportunity to mm-hmm. do way better. Oh, yeah. But he just keeps getting fucked over. Mm-hmm. I, I just but remember. He's, yeah, he's just not good in I this. just have that image of this Green Goblin burned in my brain, and it's like, just... He just looks so bad. <laughs> like, people make fun like of... He's like a fucking weasel. He does. <laughs> he looks weird yeah he does look weird like people make fun of willem dafoe's green goblin suit because it looks like a power ranger or whatever but like if you look at this green goblin it just looks disgusting like it's just disgusting yeah it's just fucking gross but (sighs) yeah i mean i mean that's like the whole like plot with his character it's just like you know he starts like deteriorating and shit and like like i mean that first scene where he like goes to his dad and shit and he's like got like long ass nails and shit and he's like fucking falling apart i was like ew what (laughs) yeah yeah it's like taking that's not norman osborne jesus they're taking the green goblin way too like to the extreme like and it just didn't work it didn't like i mean it's an idea that could work well but again the direction direction was bad yeah yeah it's just so poorly put together and the artwork for it as well like the way it ends up looking it's just like it's so shit yeah i would say the best thing that what i like the most about it is obviously aside from just andrew garfield um is uh probably that whole sequence at the end with gwen stacy falling (laughs) that's my favorite scene just because it got why is that i don't you know it's I don't know. I like how they took some balls. Like, you know, they took some risks right there. Yeah. Because, you know? like, every Spider-Man movie you watch, you know, there's somebody falling and he always catches them. I like how this at least took some risks or, like, you know, subverted my expectations and he didn't save her. So yeah, I like that. For sure. But it, and that's a bad thing about not only about not having a third movie like is that it doesn't really lead to anything like you know like what's the point of doing Mm. that if you're just gonna leave it there i don't know i mean i guess it's because the film got such bad reception oh yeah yeah it did even if they did have a third and it was by the same director it still probably wouldn't have been good oh no that's why i wish i hope they would get a different director but i don't know (laughs) that's the perfect name for it too mark webb (laughs) that's probably why they hired him oh he's got webb in his name yeah just the only reason (laughs) just mark webb what's he directed who cares his name is webb (laughs) oh dear god there are some really good like peter parker style moments in that movie though yeah there are there is one scene that made me like actually laugh like quite a lot which was um he's like hiding under like under his like covers and shit Mm -hmm. And he's just like, oh, I, I just was, I got a cough. I was cleaning the chimney. And then she's like, we have no chimney. We have no chimney. Yeah. And then he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Like, I was like, that was funny. That's so good. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. That's, that was a good moment. That was a good moment. Someday I'll rewatch it just to see if I can notice moments <laughs> like that. But I just have not felt like it just don't bother no it's not good no i know it's but now good. now everybody's like everyone's like praising amazing spider-man 2 for like how whatever <sighs> i mean it's like so it's like okay are these movies actually misunderstood freaking great movies i want to go back and no see. they're bad they're bad yeah. they're not very good no. it's just andrew garfield is good. exactly yeah that's it exactly <laughs> And like, I'm I'm with everyone else. I do hope that he is able to play Spider Man more in the future because he does well at it. Yeah, if but it's just those weren't the movies for it. You don't need to defend them. Yes, if they get a different director, I just do not want the same director and whoever wrote it. I don't know who wrote these, but 
I just yeah, I mean they're not good. It's awful. And like again, like with Electro, like I said in my No Way Home review, like I I grew up playing the game Spider Man Two Enter Electro, mm. and I loved the character <laughs> when I was playing that game a lot. Like it's just he's such a cool character. Yeah. And then I saw like the the stills of like Jamie Foxx when it was coming out, and I'm like fucking blue. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Exactly. Oh my god. Looks like the fucking genie. <laughs> It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just did him terribly. They just they mastered him. Yeah, and him. he he's literally just such a shit character too. Like he's just he like uh, Spider-Man doesn't notice me. I'm going to kill myself. It's the cheesiest. Oh. Yeah, it's like the corniest freaking motivation for a villain. Like but just that, the nerdy person. Can we that, can we talk about that as well? Yeah. Cuz like I have these like three that, you know, and people probably know what I'm talking about. The three that do that. With like the three that do that, and it's Guy Pierce and Iron Man three, Electro. Okay, there's also one. Yeah, that's... Electro, and then I have one other. Okay, yeah. can I guess the one other? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, Cheetah and Wonder Woman two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like... yes. Yeah. And God. she's the worst one too. She's the worst. She's... That's and that's the worst <sighs> probably movie out of all these. But I mean, the, uh, mm, what? I love, I love love pedro pascal in that movie no he's good i love him in it he was fun no but he's like he needs his solo movie or something like that he's so (laughs) fucking goofy and awesome oh i know he is he he kept he kept that movie afloat but everything else is just pretty good yeah everything else is pretty bad that's a whole rabbit hole of a discussion but i just thought the story in that movie i just thought the story was the most absurd thing like every decision Like, ev- in the fucking plot device of the magic rock or whatever it was, that was the biggest, laziest plot device in any See, movie I've ever seen. That's that's goofy shit taken to such an extreme level that I yeah. really like. But for I a movie like that, it doesn't really work. No, it doesn't. Yeah. That's some. That, that's like when Sam Raimi needs to come in and like, okay, here's a goofy exactly. premise. Let me direct it. Sam Raimi should just direct everything. How about that? Dude, <laughs> if Sam Raimi made like a fucking Max Lord solo film, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. With Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I would love that. Just him like granting a bunch of wishes and shit and falling <laughs> to pieces. Like, that's so cool. He, I wish to become the stone. <laughs> <laughs> See, if the stone was literal, then he would literally turn into a stone. Like, if, yeah. if it was that literal, but he didn't, so. <laughs> just that whole <laughs> that sequence of him, like, like when he does it and he's just like screaming and like laughing ma- manically. And there's like sand all around him. Yeah, like, he goes oh, crazy. Yeah, that's in that what movie. I want. Anyway, no, that trope is annoying with that vil- the whole villain trope of like, I'm a nerdy loser and all of a sudden, oh, now I'm just this badass. It's like, whatever. I do think it's well done in Iron Man 3, though. Yeah, it was. Personally. that's the best case of it, probably, which I'm not even a big Iron Man 3 fan. That's my least favorite so, of that you trilogy. Know what? But... You know what? Call me crazy, but that's my favorite of the trilogy. Really? <laughs> it, it people really love is, it. Yeah. I mean, I understand why people like it, but... I don't know. I think the worst is the second for me. The second one, for me, that's like in a Spider-Man 3 situation where there's so many goofy <laughs> moments to where, like, I realize it's flawed, but I just it's so much fun. Some of those moments are yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I really like Iron Man 3, especially all the shit with the, like, Mandarin and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. that. By the way, him showing up in, like, Shang-Chi of all places, <laughs> I was like, what? I know, that <laughs> blew my mind. Mandarin. Yeah, that blew my mind when he came in. I was like, oh, I forgot about this guy. Forgot I nearly him. fucking screamed. I was like, "What? It's him!" Yeah. Oh my god. I'm, that's cool. And he's got how that little bring back some people. 
He's got, got that little thing, Morris. Yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, I, I've yeah, I've got nothing more to say about Amazing Spider-Man Two. <laughs> I just don't. Right, so next would be Homecoming then. Yes, Homecoming, which it's a good start. It's a good start. I'm glad they skipped over the whole origin part. Like we've seen his origin done enough. We don't need to see, you know, Peter yeah. get bit by the spider and all this. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I just, I, I, I love Michael Keaton as Vulture. I'll say that he was great. I yeah, mean, I just fun. love Michael Keaton in general. But yeah, um, I, when when I first watched it when it came out, I hated Zendaya. I thought she was terrible. Oh, yeah, in this. yeah. Yeah, and I still don't really like her Mary Jane that much. I don't know. I'm glad that they've done it a bit better now to where, like, she's actually, like, tolerable and she has, like, an emotional, like, range within mm-hmm. the film. And, yeah. But, like, in Homecoming, she's just insufferable. Like, she's just a yeah. prick. <laughs> she is. It's like, Mary Jane's not supposed to be this, like, really moody, freaking young, like, whatever she was doing. Whatever she was yeah. trying to... She was just being herself. She was just being Zendaya, which is why I never really liked her that much. Until Euphoria, which I'm not going to talk about because everyone's been talking about it. But like that was... I, I, It's due in my head and I don't even want to watch it anymore. <laughs> God. Yeah, but that's the only thing I've liked Zendaya in. But I think she's great in No Way Home, I, I, personally. Yeah. I think they, she's really good. She got better. Her character got better. I mean, more tolerable, like you said, but... I won't say she's like an amazing part of it or anything like that, but she's no. really good. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you'll just, homecoming, just God, oh, it's bad. <laughs> like you'll never be able to. For me though, I'll, I'll never be able to have Kirsten Dunst replaced like as Mary Jane. I mean, yeah, like she was perfect, Mary Jane for sure. But <laughs> yeah, she's good. Yeah. What about what about Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy? Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she's she... probably bottom right at the bottom see i mean i don't know i would almost just because i probably like emma stone more i don't know i would probably put her above zendaya if we're looking at the three love interests i don't like emma stone all that much i mean like she's in some good things and the best things i've seen her in she's not even that great to me i just don't think she's that great of an actress personally but i don't think she's like that great either i just i just think she's a more likable presence than zendaya she's more like like for me is and it's not even that i like her it's just i just zendaya's attitude in the the spider-man movies it's like i get it you're the freaking whatever i don't even know how to describe it (laughs) no but she dropped that as the movies went on i think yeah but i'm just still so like i'll never be able to let go of what that she was in homecoming it's like that's what i always remember for some reason when i think of her character uh, you'll get know. there eventually i'll get there sure. i've only seen no way home once i'm sure i'll watch it again but like i said when i reviewed it like the rewatch really did a lot for me mm-hmm. god it's so good yeah. we'll talk about that later but yeah, oh, yeah homecoming anyway yeah it's yeah it's just a good start really yeah. like it's it's fun yeah it's got some goofy shit in there it's enjoyable it's enjoyable i think for me the one thing i didn't really like i don't know tom holland's a good spider-man and it's just a lot of the cast besides tom holland and he's fine but like michael keaton is the best part of that movie everyone else i just don't like a lot of the casting choices i feel like like tom or peter parker's friends i just i don't find them that funny they're trying to be so constantly comic relief it's like i get it i just yeah just in in the first one is it is a bit much but i do like their crew a lot more now yeah i like their whole squad i think they're just cute <laughs> but yeah in in that movie yeah it does feel like it's just trying to it's be trying too hard super, in the first movie 
yeah yeah a little bit but no it's it's a good movie but it's not it's not near as good as the raimi trilogy but it is better than the amazing spider-man movies i'll say that yeah yeah but robert downey jr is good in his moments too Mm -hmm. true i always forget like that he shows up and that i like that whole like scene after the like boat scene where he's like talking to him and shit and he's like you know you don't deserve the suit (laughs) (laughs) yeah wait so is this the movie to where at the end pepper potts is given that speech in that room and then tony stark's like give me the ring give me the ring and happy tosses him the ring is that yeah, this yeah. Movie? okay that is my favorite part of the movie without a doubt and it has nothing <laughs> to do with spider-man it's just that's my favorite part because i just love how uh happy is just like I- i've had this in my pocket since 2008 or whatever he said <laughs> i'm just like oh man like that was a that was just great yeah it's a lot yeah. of fun but so yeah that's my favorite part and michael keaton as vulture is good but everything with iron man is just a lot of fun he's mm-hmm. such a great character and no one could play him better Really. no nobody could no like i, ju- I just rewatched iron man the other day and like mm-hmm. fuck it he's just so good he's, he's perfect really he, he's good. just he's like the embodiment of charisma <laughs> like he's yeah. just a walking charisma machine but <laughs> uh yeah i guess i don't have a whole lot to say left about homecoming i do think th- and this is something that's annoyed me up until no way home even i fucking hate flash thompson Oh yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible. He's not he's just really irritating. Like mm-hmm. he's not even like I mean he's meant to be sort of, but like every scene he's in I'm like this he doesn't suit that style. Like he doesn't seem like a bully. He just seems pathetic. Yeah, like, exactly. He's, yeah. He's not like an intimidating bully whatsoever. Like Yeah. I every don't... time he comes up in any of these movies I'm like shut the fuck up. Go away. Yeah. He's terrible. And like he's good in Grand Budapest that guy, but like <laughs> yeah. God, he's just awful in these. Mhm. He is. He just doesn't suit the role. No, he I mean, doesn't. I I guess Penis Parker is hilarious, I suppose. But, yeah. <laughs> well, that's another thing about the the writing, like I think that's a main issue I have with the Tom Holland movies is for me the writing like it's just trying for me it's trying too hard to be funny to where i mm. i like Raimi's humor Raimi's humor is like it's kind of subtle but like just goofy and like it is a lot more subtle yes it is it's subtle and clever but like the the new movies it's just it for me it just feels like it's trying too hard to be funny and have a personality just because they feel like they have to because that's peter's character but like I like know. i said with this like you can call it a trilogy so far because it's three but i mean it's I do think it definitely gets better. Like, everything feels like it's been improved each movie that it's gone along, for me at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, de- I, it has. It has. I mean, I don't know what I like more, though. Homecoming or Far From Home, I really don't know. But, but is is next Into the Spider-Verse? Do you want to talk about that? That's what I was wondering. I didn't know if you wanted to include that or not. We can. We can, yeah. All right, sure. I, I do so. love that movie. <laughs> I like it a lot, too. And there's a lot of people, though... I don't know if I agree with this to where people say this is the this is the best Spider-Man movie like in general. Yeah, everyone says that. <sighs> I just a don't lot see of people it. say that. Yeah, and I just don't see I mean it's a great movie for sure. My friend I always tell you about he's it's his favorite still. Oh, well. really? Mm. Yeah. There's even people saying it's the best comic book movie in general. I wouldn't yeah. I I can't go that far. I just like it looks like people it, really love it. They do. And it's like, I, I like it a lot too. I mean, I own it on Blu-ray. I'm looking forward to the second one, but like still, I, don't, I just can't, I find it hard to compare for me. I find it hard comparing live action to animated and I just take it for what it is. It's a goofy, fun 
animated movie, but you know, I can take it as just its own thing, like you know, yeah, Joker and the Batman and shit like that. Like it's just its own separate thing, I suppose. Which I mean, I and... thought they were gonna be bringing this in, in No Way Home. Like I thought that coming through the portals would would be all the fucking into the Spider Verse people, you know. But uh, if they did that, I'd be like, okay, it's too much. It's getting a bit stupid now. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> stupid. Like uh, I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that. I'm really glad. But if they if they do it, like it's got to be something live action. Like it's. It, I don't want it looking like that. <laughs> you don't want it to be like Space Jam, where it's like half animated, no. half. <laughs> God no. Yeah, that would just be so bad. It would be, yeah. Um, as much as I would love to see Nicolas Cage in live action come as noir, <laughs> noir's Spider Man. He's one of the best parts of that movie. Oh yeah. yeah. If I was to say my favorite part of the movie, it's it's Nicolas Cage is is that character, and just not even just because it's Nicolas Cage, but because that dialogue is so funny like him yeah is... the dialogue is great <laughs> like i do think into the spider verse is way funnier than the tom holland movies for me but it's got some really good moments yeah yeah it does and i mean it, it definitely comes off like it's made for kids but it's still i mean i could still watch it as an adult and laugh at it and have fun with it so like i'm glad it's not a completely i saw it twice in cinemas like i had a lot of fun with it yeah i really enjoyed it because like yeah because when i first saw the trailer i thought that i was like what is this this what is this kid movie like this looks goofy as hell but then i watched it and i'm like okay i was wrong i i was the animation was is wrong. fucking fantastic it really is it was it's got I such mean, a cool look yeah it looks like it literally is in a comic book like it looks like you're reading a comic book but my only gripe with the animation is just how it, kind of the frame rate, how it's really choppy, and I guess I don't know. I I suppose that's the point, but it doesn't like flow completely. It it just looks kind of choppy, like if you know what I mean. Mm. But that's my only. I guess it's like one of my only gripes with the movie. But I don't really have it. A, is very good. It is very good overall. Yeah, just visually. I think Miles Morales is great. Gwen Stacy's great. Yeah, I, the characters are a, lot, are a lot more likable than, like I keep saying, but the Tom Holland movies, I just find the characters more likable than this. But So I don't know, oh, I haven't nice. seen that in a while either. But I just want to rewatch all of these, except The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine yeah, with that true. one. Yeah, me too. I would, I would skip those. Um, anyway, next would be Far From Home then. Yep. How are we feeling about that? I need to rewatch this. Out of all the movies... This is the one I need to rewatch because I really have only seen it once in theaters when it came out, and it was good. I mean, it kind of falls on the same level of Homecoming for me. It has the same issues, but the same good about it too. Mm -hmm. My biggest complaint, honestly, is like just how if you're gonna put Jake Gyllenhaal in a movie, I just he was great, but like like just the fact that they kind of like used him for one movie and just like kind of threw him away like that and like. I feel like he had so much more. It's I guess it's just because a personal thing. Like he's like definitely one of my favorite actors. I mean, to just yeah, same. and he just yeah same for you. And it just kind of feels like an unnecessarily big name and big actor to put for that villain. I don't know. I mean, he works well as the villain. It's just I I, I guess he could have done with probably more there. I was just like enjoying him, you know, as a character quite a bit up until that big reveal moment and then i was like okay he got like a lot more interesting really quick because i didn't expect that at all and i was like what what the fuck is going on so that's what another thing i was wondering or wanted to bring up was the fact that 
another reason why the Tom Holland movies, they're not... Have you noticed how all the villains, as opposed to No Way Home, but, like, how all the villains have pretty much been... They have these, like, grudges against Tony Stark. Like, they're more... It's more about Iron mm. Man than it is about Peter Parker. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, it, it makes it feel less, in, like, important to Peter. It makes it feel, like, less you know consequential like he's just like i know he's like tony stark's protege and that's why he's dealing with this crap but i mean still it it feels like they all they don't really have motivation against peter it's just i don't know i I mean mean, it's interesting enough for the like villain character i think because like you do sort of see them as someone who's like a little bit you know sort of pathetic like going after just this one guy because he has something to do with someone that you want revenge on but you can't get revenge on because they're dead yeah that is <laughs> like, true like i mean you, you see them in a strange light because of that and i like that but it doesn't feel yeah super personal to peter himself so it it, it feels like his development has been slow throughout these movies but mm-hmm. it does work now i think a yeah bit. it does it, i mean it took a while to get there but i mean no it does and I, I guess, you know, Iron Man technically was still alive for Homecoming, so... But he was off doing mm. his own stuff. He was off who knows where, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, overall, like I said, I just need to rewatch Far From Home because, unfortunately, it was just... It was good, but it was honestly just kind of forgettable for me. It was just kind of... for me, I don't know why. It's definitely due for a rewatch. But. I think I've seen it three times. I, I really loved it when I first saw it, and, like, over time, I think it's worsened a little bit in my head, but it's not, like, bad at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, no, you know, maybe I, I wouldn't have, like, the same reaction now as I did back then, but, I don't know. Objectively, it's not, like, that great or anything like that, but I think a lot of the visual elements and the acting helps it, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah, visually, it's great. That one sequence with Mysterio is, like, oh, God. fuck me. Yeah, where he's going through it, all the weird really illusions. Incredible. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that was my favorite part of the movie. If I had to say a favorite, that was great. It felt like animated. It yeah, really did. Like it, it did. felt like it was right out of comics. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean it just had so many cool visual styles. Yeah, I would say, yeah, just even though like I said, I think he was underutilized, I think Jake Gyllenhaal just being in the movie and that sequence, those are easily my favorite parts of the movie. It's a really cool villain. I really mm-hmm. like Mysterio. No, he is a really cool villain. He is. Because I think, I'm sure you saw this to where one of the potential plot lines or one of the potential things in the script for No Way Home, they were supposed to have Mysterio come back to fight Doctor Strange. Could you imagine Mysterio? Oh my <laughs> god. It'd be fu- two like wizards, basically. That, <laughs> fucking... Fuck, that would have been insane. It would have been insane. Yeah. And they could have made it work, because like, Doctor Strange didn't really have much to do at the end, <laughs> at least from what I remember in No Way Home, but like having Wait, him wh- fight something like that. At the end of No Way Home? Or, well, okay, I mean, no, he was... He, he literally was had to close stuff. the entire fucking... <laughs> no, he was closing a portal, but like at the same time, it would have been cool you know, to see him fight Mysterio. Yeah. That would have been badass, but... That would have been great if he came back at some point. Oh, that would have been. That would have. He he technically should have, because he. Why wouldn't he have come back? Because he knew who Peter Parker was, and he died. I mean, he sort of died. Well, no, he. <laughs> no, I know he died, but all the villains had died as well. Uh, well, Mysterio died in this universe. Oh, like so wait, MCU villains universe. from. Oh, so villains from Tom Holland's own universe couldn't have come back. I must have missed that little. I mean, I'm ex- guessing not. Uh, yeah. But then again, wait. Did Vulture die, or did he just go to prison? He just went to prison. Yeah, that's why he's in Morbius, I guess. Yeah, 
which I which yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my fucking head around. Oh my god, I know it's it's freaking bizarre. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's oh, crazy. Oh, by the way, and like, did you ever see the post credit scene to yeah. Let There Be Carnage? I was, oh wait, no, not with Let There Be Carnage. I heard about it. I looked it up on YouTube because yeah. I it been. I was like, okay, just show me it because I, I I did see it's so it. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, it's but no, I another post credit scene I was thinking of. I think it's Homecoming's post credit scene. But it's when Vulture is in the prison. Um, that one guy, I can't remember his name, but he's basically Scorpion. You know, Scorpion, the Spider-Man villain. You know what I'm but talking about? I don't about. even remember this. Oh, yeah. If you, anyway, Vulture, Michael Keaton meets up with like another Spider-Man villain in prison, and that he literally doesn't even nothing's happened with this guy yet. Like he hasn't come back. Like, okay, what, what are you doing? Like, why are we? It's <laughs> yeah, kind of like it's yeah. It's kind of like the. Uh, end of or post credit scene of doctor strange to where like that guy what was his name um what's that villain or he was like training doctor strange in the movie oh him yeah yeah him yeah he, isn't he back in multiverse of Madness? yeah now he's finally coming back but i remember they teased yeah. him at the end of that and it's like it took like freaking six years <laughs> like holy crap yeah. but i mean so no well, i mean I, i'm fine with them taking time for some shit like there's a lot going on in the mcu currently so no there is i just it almost just feels like they forgot about him or something i don't know but but no uh i don't that's know that's far from home i guess that's far from home i guess <laughs> so finally it's, it's good it's, it's good, good it's good that's the best way i could put it it's, it's whatever <laughs> it's good it's good. <laughs> <laughs> i need to rewatch it but yeah so now on to finally I mean, the biggest fucking Spider-Man movie. The magnum opus. No way home. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've talked in like a 16 minute long video about this in detail, but like, God, I could talk about it for ages. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, I only saw it once in theaters. I mean, obviously the theater experience was great. It wasn't like Endgame or Infinity War level for me though, just because the theater I saw it in was a lot smaller and... I mean, I mean, can anything be to that no, scale at this no. point? Like, Not really, but in terms of, like, the fan service, like, you know, people cheering and, like, stuff like that, mm. I mean, there was a lot of that, but... It was great being in that environment. I really yeah. do love, like, theater experiences like that. Oh, I know. That was the first one I literally had since Endgame, so, like, it made me miss that, kind of. Because it's, like, in, in theaters, whenever you go to see stuff, like, you feel like you can't really be all that loud or anything. Mm -hmm. And in those mo movies, yeah. you're just like, yeah, I can scream with everyone else. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. It was just so good, like, in those big, extreme moments like that in the theater. I was just like, oh, mm -hmm. my God, yes, everyone's yeah. cheering. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely one, like Far From Home, I'm already needing to rewatch because I think just seeing it the first time was so surreal. Like, I couldn't really believe what i was seeing to where like yeah. i literally was so you know like i was like i never thought i would see this on screen and like i said we're talking spoilers so anybody who's really cared about the movie they've already seen it by now but i mean just seeing like you know the three spider-men <laughs> come together and interact it fucking blew it just still blows my mind even thinking about it like the fact that this could happen nothing could come close to that feeling <laughs> It's just amazing. Yeah. I, we can praise and praise this movie to death, but I mean, if I had just to play devil's advocate, I do have some issues. Like, for me, I have it's some not, issues too. And for me, the issue, it really, I thought that a lot of the writing, 
you know, and this, like I said, it's the issue I've had with this whole trilogy, but the writing, especially in this, was just so noticeable to me to where it was almost too... Not with the... I liked the writing with the three Spider-Men. That was good. But, like, early on, and especially with a lot of the villains, for some reason their writing just kind of felt off to me. It's I, I just... I couldn't imagine sometimes this person saying this thing. Like, if you know what I mean... <sighs> I was I was sort of on the same page as you for a bit, and I was like considering just saying oh, it's a nine out of ten. There's not much I like about those specific parts, but the rewatch it it really really helped. Oh, like, I'm trust sure. me. Yeah, like it, it just it, it made some of those parts where I was really not sure, or I was like eh, I don't know if I like that. Like it it felt like yeah, I do fucking like that actually. Yeah. yeah. Like what got better for you on rewatch? Like that you didn't know if you liked the first time. Just well, there were some things with the villains that, yeah, I wasn't all that sure about because they, they felt, you know, different to how their originals were. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it made sense for it to feel that way, I guess. I, I just watched it on the rewatch and I was just like, yeah, this sort of makes sense for this character now. And how so? Like, I don't know. I just, I just like the writing and the interactions that they had because they're not meant to be, like, huge, like, drawn-out moments or anything like that. They're not meant to be, like, big conversational scenes. They're just meant to be, like smaller bits of it and i think those little smaller bits actually really worked yeah that's for true. me at least but yeah. i mean it, it really just depends on how you feel about it but yeah i would say rewatch it because it definitely helped me i definitely will i mean yeah that because that is my main issue is just a lot of the writing a lot of the interactions it just because and, you know, we both love the Raimi trilogy and we hold those characters so closely. So, like, we, I just know if something feels off about what they're saying. Or like, I just can't imagine, you know, them saying this in those movies, that type of thing. But, and just, like, little moments, like, I, <laughs> like, for instance, it's just a really random moment I remember. But in that when they go to, was it Aunt May's place that all the villains of them go to when they try and fix them that's no, happy's apartment. oh happy's apartment when they go to his apartment then how aunt may was like she went to doc ock and like tap water or salt water because he's an octopus <laughs> like i was like i just rolled my eyes i was like do you need that it's sort of dumb it's sort of dumb a lot of moments there's just a lot of really so quick interactions like that to where i was like you don't need i don't need to see every specific character interact with every other character i mean it's cool I, it's but, fun but i guess that's why i can call it possible enough for now is because it's you know something it is that is just a small interaction yeah i mean, I, mean I, I did like i did like that one interaction that electro and sandman had together where they were talking about like <laughs> don't be fall into you places fall. Yeah. yeah that was funny yeah like that was funny yeah but then oh man i got it look as much as i love hearing willem defoe say it but you know what i'm talking about <laughs> I'm saying no. I'm something of a scientist myself. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I still don't like it. I don't. I. It's, yeah. The inner child in me was like, he said it. He said the thing. But it like you know, <laughs> it's like he. That was just one thing he, he happened to say. And the only reason they put it into this is because it turned into a meme, and the writers know that. So like, yeah. You know, there was no re like he wouldn't just say that again. Like, he really wouldn't. <laughs> he was just, it, it's it, so it didn't suit Goofy. It didn't suit the character. I still didn't like it on rewatch. No, me neither. It's just not not very good. Yeah, and also another thing is another thing that felt really weird for the character. It's just like little moments where he's like Willem Dafoe is like, I could go for a burrito. 
or whatever he said. Remember that? <laughs> I was like, okay, that's funny. Whatever. It's funny coming from him for whatever reason. I really, I really loved when he was like stealing the donuts and shit, and you could see him in the background of that shot. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I like how he just, I, I like how he just kind of abandoned his whole original outfit, and then he just looks like a crazy homeless guy that just got like Aunt May picked it, it, up and it helped. works. So it well. works. Yeah. Yeah, this movie really made me appreciate, other than, like, some of those little moments, it really made me appreciate, like, the Green Goblin character. Because, like, I didn't realize how fucking menacing and badass he actually was. He's such a good character, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Again, it's, like, something, you know, similar to, like, Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. and shit. Like, he just could not be played better by anyone else. He really couldn't. No, he couldn't. Like, And it's the same with Doc Ock, I feel. Yeah. Oh, it is, for sure. The, like, pure aggression that, like, Alfred Molina has in, like, some of his scenes when he's being, like, controlled and shit. Like, he's just so fucking... (laughs) Ah, Yeah, he's he's just pissed the entire movie. There was that one, like, bit in the movie where, like, I think Alfred Molina, like, jump-scared the entire audience because he just came out of nowhere screaming. Oh, really? (laughs) I'd have to rewatch to remember that, but... I can't remember the line that he said, but, like, it jump-scared the fuck out of me both times. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, I thought, I mean, those were obviously my two favorite villains of the movie was Green Goblin and Doc Ock. But I mean, Mm. it was, I mean, it's, yeah, I would say definitely my least favorite. Electro and Lizard, I was just like, okay, we have to bring him (laughs) back, I guess. I I noticed, like, actually noticed how fucking hilarious Lizard was. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he was, (laughs) I guess he was funny. No, but like, there's this one fucking scene (laughs) And I keep laughing at it, like, the fucking line, because he's talking about, like, Zendaya or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, when she leaves the room, and he's just like, no way, that's his girlfriend. No <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I know. That line's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just the delivery is perfect. Or just also, like, how they were talking about, like, their evil plans, and, like, how his plan was to... He was like, so you were, pl- you were trying to turn the whole city into lizards or whatever and he's like yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly or whatever he said <laughs> like yeah that was, it made it funny like they pointed out how dumb that plan actually was or how you know ridiculous yeah. so i mean i liked how they poked fun at the characters he's he's super goofy and i like that they went on with that yeah you know yeah i mean i'm glad and they like called him a dinosaur and all this stuff like i'm glad they po- are at least poking fun at themselves but yeah, and what I like about Lizard in this movie is he wasn't super overused or anything. Like, he just comes in at really good moments, I think. Yeah, I mean, if anything, you could say he's underused, but I'm kind of glad, because like I said, it's not one of my favorite villains. But no, he comes in at some mm. good moments, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about yeah. Sandman? Yeah, he... How do you feel about him? I mean, I wish that they got the actual... Did they get the actual actor to come back? Because you don't really see... Yeah, he was in the in the last scene you see him. Yeah, but that's the thing. Wano's freaking bizarre. Apparently, that was unused footage from Spider-Man 3 they put into the movie. That's... Yeah. I, I swear to God. You can look it up. I did not know that. Yeah, you can look it up, but like... And so that's why I'm I'm wondering, is that why he was in his sand form the entire time? Because I wanted him to I come guess. out of that and like... I wanted to see him... But yeah, that's just that's weird. That's I, re- I I really didn't know that. Yeah, because like even his voice sounded off to where like I guess I could look it up right now. I don't know why I'm not. It it, it was Thomas Hayden Church doing it, but I, I guess he just didn't want his face yeah. in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> I guess not. Maybe he looked a bit too old. I don't know. But uh, but his, his I liked his voice acting as Sandman. Yeah, I did too. I yeah, 
yeah, I guess that is him in the movie, but it's just so weird how I looked that up and I was like, yeah, that was that was just old footage, which is why he looked just as young, I think, as he did in Spider-Man mm. 3. But, I mean, either way, I don't know. I liked him, but I kind of wish they did more with him somehow. Yeah. But, yeah. obviously, the, the main focus was all on Doc Ock and Green Goblin. I think they knew that. I think they realized those were the two most beloved villains we're gonna and i they're i think they're the most complex like they have the most layers out of all the villains too so yeah absolutely and it feels like willem dafoe was like the main villain oh yeah of the film <laughs> which i wasn't <laughs> expecting i thought doc ock was going to be the yeah. main villain from like the trailers but yeah that was great how they he was kind of the main yeah I'm, I'm glad i just love that like scene at the end where he's like on the like shield and shit Oh yeah, he just like fucking aggressively takes his glasses off and shit, like his goggles. And I was like, this this is such a cool fucking look. Yes, God, yeah, it is. Like, like it's so like, I, I guess raw. I don't know. It is. It's, it's like there's such a messy energy to the character in this movie. Yeah, it is, and it's and just I, like I, I literally cannot get over that sequence where like um, Spider-Man is punching him in the face repeatedly <laughs> and he keeps turning back and smiling. Yes, and then he like, starts oh laughing. God. I know, that's yeah. literally moments like that, yet again, it's like, why his, why have we not gotten this guy as the Joker? It's fucking perfect. Like, could you imagine <laughs> makeup, Joker makeup on that face? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, that scene in No Way Home just had like the same energy as like the scene in the like the interrogation scene in The Dark Knight. Yeah, it did. Me. Yeah, like it's just like being beat up repeatedly, but still and like just laughing. laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have nothing to threaten me. <laughs> That's what he should have said in that scene. I, I would have loved that. <laughs> uh, and I love how he was like, like he was actually still like a physically strong character too like he's throwing spider-man through the fucking ground and shit oh i know like over and over again yeah. i was like damn i know it's shit. crazy yeah it, he was really like that was a like it's, willem dafoe is the best part for me he is the, i would movie. say so too i'm well i mean obviously my my favorite part is probably you know just seeing the three spider-men come together that's my favorite that goes without saying <laughs> that goes without saying yeah but like, I just mean I, in terms of the actors. Oh, in terms of the actors, yeah. yeah. No, he's the best. And I, I would say my favorite moment is, even though I thought it was kind of goofy where they did it, or like, it just, I don't, it didn't feel as epic as I thought it was going to be, but when they revealed when Andrew and Toby come in through the portals. I loved it. I thought it was so well done. Oh, I know. I thought it was, I, I did too, but like, just where they were at and like how, you know, Ned is somehow knows how to open a portal right away. Like, I don't know. I mean, it, it works because they're just trying to find Peter, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> So it's I guess. not like Tom Holland himself could have found him. No, but yeah, I, that was definitely my favorite part. I, I didn't even really know this or anything like that, but do you know a lot about like the character of Ned? No, no, not really. Because uh, apparently, and like the, I'm going to be shocked if they actually utilize this, but apparently like his character is Hobgoblin. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be surprised if they actually utilize that I, I, he does not no, give me that energy no not at all i kind of hope they don't i hope they don't i don't know do if that. they will or not but yeah it's that's where the character's based from i suppose yeah i guess which but then again by the end of this movie how they kind of reset everything do you think these do you, are those two characters even going to be a part of any future spider-man movies 
Like that's like there's such a appealing bit of mystery to the way the movie ends for me. Because mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I really like how it ends. I really do. I do too. Um, just how it feels like a clean slate. Like okay, we're we set up Peter's character, but we're starting fresh. Like, and I think. Because, like, by the end of it, like, the vibe I got was, like, you know, he, he saw them in the coffee shop, and he was, like, okay, I, he remembers, like, all the shit that he had to put them through, and he thought it would just be better if, like, they didn't have to deal with that, so he just, you know. And that, and that's what, like, I'm, I'm getting so much, like, of the Raimi Spider-Man vibes from this shit. Like, mm-hmm. when he moves into a new apartment on his yeah. own, he's got the, like, police tracker thing, and he fucking swings out the window in that beautiful new suit, yes. and I was like... Yeah, oh, I know, it was great. Oh, my God, this is, like, this is hitting the spot. Yeah. I yeah. mean... I love this suit. Uh, I do, too. It was cool. Just how it was, like, a simple, like, makeshift suit, but it looked good. It wasn't some fancy fucking armor mm. suit that could do everything, but... Yeah, it felt like just going back to the classics. Yeah. And I was like, like, I'm excited for whatever comes from this character mm-hmm. now. Me too. Like, I really am. Yeah. and But can we just talk about how much of a missed opportunity it was to not put the Rent guy from Spider-Man, the Raimi trilogy, as the fucking landlord at the end of the movie? I thought that was what they were going to do. I was expecting him to walk around the corner. That would have been amazing. Wouldn't that have been perfect? Oh my gosh. It would have been so cool. It would have been. That would have been one of the biggest applauses from like the people that love the Raimi trilogy but or even just getting like the like woman that lived next door like maybe she owns yeah. the building now or something like that yeah true maybe yeah maybe she's like the new land she brings lady. Tom Holland some milk and cookies <laughs> <laughs> oh that would have been great oh my god that would have been perfect yeah uh, so yeah I mean it's funny that like in my mind I feel like they were doing so much for fan service but here I am wanting more like that like put mm. him in there put her in there like you can't deny the fan service it's like a disease it like it's like the symbiote you know it, it is just eats you up and you can't get over it you're like <laughs> ah, one more yeah true <sighs> yeah and that's the thing as well like i'm guessing it now because of like the whole venom multiverse shit like it seems like at some point we're gonna get an evil tom holland <laughs> Oh maybe yeah, symbiote will take him over at some point. We could. I hope they don't try and you know homage. If they try and the... redo that shit, I'll I'll hate it. I'll hate it too, which is what I'm really worried about. But oh man, I hope they don't. They better fucking not. Yeah, I I kind of wish that they did something with that in this movie though. When Toby came back, like or at least acknowledged it, referenced it somehow. You know, no, just like no, no, I, no. no I, mean, I don't want that. Well, but but at least if Toby was there, like you know. I don't know what they would have done, but... Well, I loved that he sort of referenced it when he's like, I fought like an alien from yeah. space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Tom Holland's like, I've been to space. He's like, you've been to space? <laughs> and I like how Andrew Garfield, he was like, I fought a guy in a rhinoceros suit. I'm lame compared to you guys. Like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, but then he kept going I just on, like, love that whole scene of them just talking on top yeah, of the Statue of Liberty. That could have like, been the whole so friggin' movie. Like, that, those were the best parts. For me, it was yeah. just them, those three talking. They work so well together. <sighs> yeah, they did. And there's just so much, like, love put into all of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Yeah, I mean, overall, like, it, this movie really does feel like... It, it, this is, like, their way of bringing all of the Spider-Man fans together. Because, like, everyone's always fighting, like, no, Toby's the best Spider-Man. No, Andrew is, or Tom is. Like, you know, this is, like, bringing mm. all the fans together. You know, they, they found a yeah. way to do it. Which is kind of why, that's what I like actually the most about the movie is just the idea behind it. Just like that. Just sure. like, 
I don't know. It brought people together, I guess. The only thing I've sort of found, like, that I guess weakens a little bit on a rewatch for me. You can say there are, like, hype moments in Endgame or whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. like there are big, like, insanely hype moments where the theater would scream and shit. And you can rewatch them now and, like, still feel, like, that same feeling. Like, oh, shit, this is, like, fucking awesome. I'm mm-hmm. feeling it. Yeah, go yeah. Avengers. <laughs> but, like, in this one... Like, I rewatched it in the theater, and there was, like, barely anyone in the theater for the second time. Mm. And when Andrew takes his mask off... Oh, yeah? It's really awkward. Is it? When there's not a theater Oh, screening. I know, when there's like, not? Yeah. Exactly, because yeah. they, they literally, they leave a pause in there because they know people are going to yeah. cheer and clap. And, yeah, when it, I, I could imagine yeah, watching when, this When I rewatched it, I just, I just watched it, and I was like, ooh... Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why but, I mean it, it's great in the moment obviously like yeah. when you are with the theater and stuff and like if you hadn't seen it before you'd still feel like insanely hyped for it. Yeah. But on rewatch it's just like oh. Yeah, yeah I know. It's Yeah, that would be interesting. It's like watching a comedy like sitcom without the laugh tracks like I I imagine <laughs> like you yeah, know, it's just a little like, bit like that. those pauses left in there where they know they're going to get a reaction but if there's not one then it's just like okay i don't know but i guess it's fine i mean it's it's fine it it works for what the movie is so that's good i said in my review too like i i feel like i was one of the only people in the theater that actually like sort of screamed for charlie cox showing up oh yeah there was some people in my theater that were like i I, they didn't like scream but they were like (gasps) like you know like oh my like look who it is like stuff like that yeah but because i like i have a strong love for the character of daredevil like i love the show and yeah like i haven't even seen season three yet neither have i yeah i i still adore the show so much Mm -hmm. i think he's like my top top three superheroes personally i love the character and like when he showed up i literally like i i expected like i i had some sort of expectation for like you know other villains to show up andrew garfield toby yeah like it's possible Never in my fucking a million years did I expect Charlie Cox to show up. No. So I fucking freaked out and I was like, when I noticed no one else screamed with me, I just sort of went like, ah. <laughs> like I, yeah. just, I couldn't even breathe. I was like, yeah. what? That's the thing. A lot of people, I wonder if people even, you know, if people are only familiar with the movies, like some people I didn't even know who that was. So like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I was like, I had a feeling he would show up because just because of all the rumors and like all the stuff surrounding the movie beforehand, like I saw a lot of stuff. I tried to stay away from it as much as I could. So I should have stayed away, but that's why it didn't shock me as much. Like, but no, it was still cool seeing him, even if it was just for literally like one scene. But that would have been cool if he showed up at the end for the fight too, if Daredevil showed up. Oh, wouldn't that have been oh, fuck it throw it yeah <laughs> do you agree that f- for me i think it would have been a lot better of a decision if they didn't market the villains like imagine the hype oh the hype would have been great but at the same time if you can't market toby and andrew then i guess they had to market something i mean i don't know it is hard to market this movie like because that's what the whole movie of, is like around yeah which actually is like that's another thing I wanted to bring up is the fact that I this is how I see the movie, but like the entire movie, like for me, there's not really a, a the plot is so thin and it kind of just 
is there only for fan service. Like, I feel like this movie, and I enjoy it, I like watching it, but at the same time, to get Peter's character where he is at the very end, I feel like the rest of the movie is just not a whole lot happens other than, like, here, remember all this stuff? Like, it's it just kind of, but I like I said, I enjoy mm-hmm. it, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the movie solely exists just for fan service and nothing else. Which, I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm a fan, so service me, but... Well, fan service and to actually develop the main character. Yeah. Because up until then, like we said before, like, it's it feels like he's just been living off, like, Tony Stark's back, basically. But now it feels like he's his own thing, and he's gotten some growth within this film, so... Yeah. I like that a lot. And and I really love Tom Holland in this movie. Really do. Yeah, this is him at his best. Yeah, it is, for sure. He's just great. Yeah, I mean, he does get the most emotional in this movie, so he was good. And it sucks because I just saw Uncharted yesterday, like, <laughs> Jesus. In No Way Home, I think he's great. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, he was good. Another moment. Can we... I gotta talk about how awkward they handled this, but Aunt May dies, you know? Like, it just... I mean, look, she gets hit by an explosion, and then she gets up, like, she's fine, and then she falls down again. The way they did that, like, you know what I mean? Remember that? I'm fine with it. I... I no, but it would have been... I got emotional. No, it, it, the emotion I'm fine with, the scene I'm fine with, but it was just, like, after she gets knocked down, then, like, okay, let her stay down and then give that little speech to peter but like she literally gets back up and just like like nothing happened and then she falls down again i'm just like what the fuck no but i i I think it's good for her character because she is someone that just always wants to help all the time and she just basically was like that until the end which i really like yeah so like she's just constantly trying to help peter and stuff so Mm mm-hmm I, I liked it. I liked how they handled it personally, but I can get that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just little moments like they were just handled weirdly for me, but I mean, it's not a whole lot. Can we talk about the fucking mirror dimension scene? Yeah, that was that was good. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is so well utilized in this movie too. Yeah, he like, is. He's such a great fit. Yeah. Surprisingly. Like, I just love the, the first sequence with them when he like actually tries to create the like spell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He just keeps going back and forth on it and shit. (laughs) That's why I wish... Here's the thing, though. If you're performing a spell that could potentially affect the entire universe, but you're doing it for this this kid that just wants his friends to get into college, I mean, (laughs) at least put the kid in another room while you do it. Don't let him fucking interfere. (laughs) You changed my spell seven times. (laughs) Seriously. Like, that... It's... For me some of the plot logic was my main issues like just like that to where like really would re- would dr strange really be this risky after everything they freaking been through like and all the shit that ugh, i don't know i mean i know the movie has to happen but uh, mm. you know <laughs> just like I'm fine with it he's supposed to be the protect <laughs> yeah i know but he's supposed to be the protector of the universe or like the key- whatever but well now yeah. wong is the sorcerer supreme so Get out oh, of I know, here, which I is weird. which is so weird to think, but yeah, that's cool, I guess. Fuck yeah, Wog. I, I love Wog. No, I love him too, but he was right. He's like, don't cast a spell. It's like, yeah, don't cast the fucking spell. Like, it's a bad idea. <laughs> Look what happened. And he just leaves, like, just leave me out of this. And also, here's one thing. and Why couldn't, instead of saying, I want everyone to forget, what? okay, what was the initial spell, basically? Like, forget that, make everyone forget that Peter Parker Spider-Man. That was the initial yep. spell. Okay, why couldn't an easy way, 
why couldn't he just say make everyone forget what mysterio said like couldn't you just do yeah. that but but that's the thing. He's Peter Parker. He's awkward. He gets things wrong. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, but but then again, he's Peter Parker. He's supposed to be this ultra genius. But <laughs> not ultra genius. He's like ultra genius for high school level, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it works because I guess he brought Peter in like expecting you know to do this spell and it'll be over with and stuff like that. And you know that's just Doctor Strange, I guess. Like just he's just being accommodating. And he's just doing his thing. But, like, Peter fucks it up so much because he is such an awkward and, like, dumb character sometimes. Yeah. But, and and that's why I like it. Like, he fucked it up, like, seven times in a row. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it's true. Awesome. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I'm willing to let things slide. I'm willing to look past things because the movie has to happen, but... Uh... I let a lot slide with that movie because I just enjoy it so much. Yeah. I just had such a fun time with it. I mean, that's that's the way to view it. I mean, just view it for what it is. Like, it's a fan service movie. Just take it as that. I mean, I'm not, mm. look, you know, the plot holes are throughout the entire thing. But, I mean, I'm just going to, whatever. I'll I'll forgive it. Like I said, like, rewatch it at some point. Yeah, I will. enjoy it more. I will. My first time, like I said, it was so, like, surreal to where I was, like, I, I, I remember stuff. But at the same time, it's, like, all a blur because I was just so freaking mind blown by it but yeah, yeah but like what i, I was, was having watching. like a mini panic attack before watching it like i was just like like right when it started i was just like oh shit i don't know what's gonna happen oh i know it out. it's crazy it, it was crazy but and i actually predicted like right before i walked in the theater i was like saying to my cousins like i bet you it's gonna open with mysterio's like thing about spider-man like revealing spider-man oh it, yeah like, it i'm did. betting that yeah. it's gonna open with that and it did and i was yeah. like told you so that's and my last thing i'll say about it because like I, I kind of already said everything i like but is that that first half of the movie is pretty rough for me that it was my first like really it was just so like bam we're doing like it was so quick because i'm trying to think okay so we we do the mysterio thing then we do the whole thing to where like you know they go and I don't even remember what happens because it was so jarring. Before we know it, like Matt Murdock shows up, and then we're at the court place. Then we're at, then also we're at Doctor Strange place. I feel like just so much stuff happens quickly to set everything up, and it's not until like you know the villains kind of come in to where it's like, okay, now it's getting to the good stuff. Like it's it's I don't even know. I don't know. I I really think the setup works well because it's, I mean, it's just like, you know, people find out he's Spider-Man then he goes to like the police station and shit like that. He gets a lawyer, he goes back to school and then he's just like, you know, it's the whole thing of them trying to get into college and stuff. And then he's like, all right, I'm at my fucking wits end with this shit. Let's go to Dr. Strange. I, I think it's well handled enough. But again, like, I, I look past a lot of the flaws with this movie because I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I would just have to rewatch it to see if it gets better in terms of that. But no, I mean, I'm with you on everything else. It's it's great. It's the best of the Tom Holland trilogy. And fucking John Watts actually found some semblance of personality with this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks so much better. It it's does. It's got such a good look to it. That's It does. Like, I, I love the whole sequence in the apartment with the villains and shit, like, Doc Ock climbing on the side of the building and shit. I was like, God damn, this is amazing. It just looks so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was cool, that whole sequence. Yeah, it definitely has. Yeah, because the first two Tom Holland movies, they were really kind of devoid of personality for me. I don't know why. Like, er, bit, as yeah. much personality as this one had. Um, I like when Andrew calls Toby a cool youth pastor. 
Yeah, that was one of the best lines. <laughs> that was great. And just them like looking at how he's like his web comes out of his actual arm. Oh, I know. Like, what? Yeah, he's like, you can't do that, huh? Or <laughs> whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that really was the highlight of the movie. All those scenes. I got such like chills when uh, Zendaya and what's his name like come to see Peter, and they're just like some people here to see you and then he looks up and like they're on the side of the building and shit i was like oh my god just oh, like I the know. silhouette i was like yeah oh my god yeah it's great oh man yeah so and then cool. just yeah yeah definitely the best part overall just those three mm-hmm. i mean the villains are cool but seeing them come back is i feel like for everybody the real highlights yeah for sure yeah i'm just so happy toby came back oh i know that's that's what i'm really happy about too and he feels like he hasn't changed. <laughs> no, no, no. He was pretty much like he comes through the portal and immediately just does that, like goofy wave. I know like, he's just so awkward. Like, oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> but so, what would be your ranking? Theme? Yeah, that was about to say. So we're gonna we've got two, nine. three, four. Yeah, nine. I'll go from worst to best. Um, so okay. worst, obviously, Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh God! I was not. Uh, whoa. I was not whoa about to say, no, I was not about to say Spider-Man Two. <laughs> That's amazing. Hold on there, buddy. No, Amazing Spider-Man Two is the worst. It just is. Uh, then yeah. you know, Amazing Spider-Man. That's at number eight. Be a number eight. Then, honestly, I gotta say, Far From Home. That's my. I, I have to rewatch it. It's my number seven. Then I would go mm-hmm. to Homecoming. It's my number six. Then uh, Into the Spider Verse. I've got it number five. That's. I feel like ours is going to be pretty similar. Maybe I don't know our rankings, but they're very similar. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then number four, I've got No Way Home. Then. So yeah, number top three. I mean, it's got to be the Raimi trilogy. It just. It has to be. So. The first Spider-Man I have at number three, you know, Spider-Man 2002. Um, And look, people are going to think I'm crazy, but fuck it, I don't care. Spider-Man 2, I've got at number two, and then Spider-Man 3 is my favorite Spider-Man movie. It just is. I respect it. I respect it. Yes, you do, but a lot of people aren't going to, but fuck them. Who gives a shit? It's a fucking perfect movie. No, it is. It is. It's it's just a a totally, I don't know. For me, it is like the most rewatchable. I don't know why. I don't think it's the best. It's just great. It's just fucking great. It is. So that's, that's my ranking there. Good ranking. Thanks. Well, yeah, from worst to best, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, pretty fucking shit. Yep, yep, it's terrible. (laughs) Amazing Spider-Man, also kind of shit, but not terrible, I guess. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah. And then Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm -hmm. So, we've got those switched. Yeah, kind of interchangeable. Yeah, I prefer Far From Home, personally. Yeah. Then Into the Spider-Verse, just like you. (laughs) And then Spider-Man, 2002. Yeah. And then Spider-Man 3. Oh, oh wow! Spider Man No Way Home, and then Spider Man Two. Oh, there you go. Good. It, it, I I really do love No Way Home. Yeah. It, no, i me. I need to rewatch it. I really do. I mean, it's definitely. I don't get me wrong. Like the Raimi trilogy, so important to me. I yeah. absolutely adore it. All of them are perfect. It's just No Way Home just really did a lot for me. And you know, it may yeah. worsen later on. I don't know, but for now, I, it's my second favorite. Fucking mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. The Spider-Man 2 still is at the top for me. And yeah, Spider-Man 3 is better than Spider-Man 1 for me, at least. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love Spider-Man 3. Oh, I know. It's great. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, 
now we're going to move on to questions because that was a lot of Spider-Man talk. And I say this every time. If you want to send in questions, reach out to us on our Instagrams. Uh, my handle is at views by Quinn and Liam's is movies music me. So one of the questions we got, our door film asks movies. You were definitely too young to have seen as a kid. Ooh, that's uh, a good one. That is a good one. I'm trying to think. Uh, I would say only a couple I can think of, but I know I saw the shining when I was very little. Um, <laughs> that's that definitely messed me up probably. And I think Jaws, I saw like really little to where like that started a fear of sharks for a while for me. That was like one of my first fears as a kid. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think The Shining and Jaws, I probably, I'm sure there's a lot more, but uh, those are the I don't think mine were ever like, like scary things or anything like that. I think they were just like too crude for how young I was probably. Yeah. I think the ones that I would think of are probably Knocked Up and Team America watched those when I was like a kid (laughs) yeah and I loved them and stuff but yeah that was probably too young for some of it Uh, well I guess that's all the questions I got (laughs) (laughs) oh you look so disappointed I know I'll make up for it next time I'll I'll find a way I've got three so okay all right so review asks ass or titties oh my gosh did he really ask that (laughs) yeah answer it (laughs) oh man the first option (laughs) nice yeah i respect it yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) titties okay all right all right there you go we fall on the opposite sides yeah i guess i respect it sarah's popcorn chat asked if you were to work on a film set what role would you ideally want to do probably limit it to only like the production stage not pre-production or post-production just on a film set Oh, I would want to be the director because I'm a controlling freak. <laughs> like, I have to control everything, I feel like, sometimes. I, I, so. I know. You know. I run a podcast with you, I know. Oh. <laughs> hey, I I, give, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say that. <laughs> right after we stop recording, he's going to start whipping me. <laughs> but no, director, that's, that's what I'd want to be. I don't know about director. I don't do well under pressure, I guess, but... Mm. I mean, I would want to direct a film at some point, but I just, I don't know, I get so annoyed at people, so I don't know, yeah, maybe I'd be a true. shit director. I used to do a lot of lighting when I was in, like, film school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really good at doing lighting shit. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, yeah, probably just that, lighting or directing, maybe sometime in the future if I wanted to. Yeah. Cool. The third question is from The Digital Spiral. And it's, uh, what's a film you expected to not enjoy, but ended up loving upon viewing? Hmm. That's a good one. Uh, Spencer, actually. I did not think I would really? like Spencer, yeah, because, like, I just don't like, you know, from what it, like, it looked like, I thought it was just going to be really, like, sappy, melodramatic biopic, just like a lot of other biopics, like, period piece type shit, you know? I don't know. It just didn't look like my type of movie. I didn't really know anything about Princess Diana. I didn't really care that much. I mean, but just the way it was made, like, all the technical shit about the movie alone and just the way it was directed, like, I don't know. It was just almost a perfect movie, to be honest. Like, it was just really... And I think the theater experience helped, like, watching it in the theater. And, yeah, that's that's the only one I can think of right now. Spencer did not think I was going to like it as much as I did. I definitely really liked it. Yeah. Um, by the way, I like. I I have to say, like, the score for the Power of the Dog is kind of shit. 
<laughs> in comparison to Spencer, yeah. In comparison to Spencer, like Spencer is like oh it's fucking great the score in spencer is fucking incredible yeah i love it i I, like it's rare that i go out of my way to search for like a score on spotify and just listen to it but i i was listening through that over and over Mm. like i can't say the power of the dog like grabbed me at all it felt like it was like the score to that was very basic and Mm -hmm. like he wasn't given that much creative freedom but with spencer it's like he just goes all out you know yeah he does yeah. It had a really good score. And it's so shitty that he didn't get nominated for that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, what? I, I oh, just don't understand. Whatever. Film I expected to not enjoy but end up loving. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look through what I've watched recently and just pick something I, I really don't know. I think... Actually, probably Lamb. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I really, really liked it. Gave it an 8 out of 10, but I didn't expect to like it all that much. Because it looked really kind of mm-hmm. goofy, I guess. But it's actually fucking great. But yeah, I, I guess that's my answer. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have... <laughs> Do you have any more questions? <laughs> like, no, that's it. That's it. Oh, you got all your questions? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was all the questions we got. So last time, then, we gave you guys two songs to pick from. And one of them was a song I recommended. It was Come To Me by Bjork. And then Liam recommended Running Man by Mondo Grosso. Uh, we put a poll. If you're listening on Spotify, then you can check the poll under the episode. All right, we got about five votes and 80% that chose Come to Me by Bjork. And then 20% that chose Running Man by Mondo Grosso. <laughs> y'all. Yeah, Fuck I know. <laughs> All right. Damn. Well, that's because I'm only recommending more popular shit, so I'm cheating, kind of. Did you listen to the song? Yeah, I did actually. It was it was good. Uh, it was uh like like you said, almost like electronic, jazzy in a way, like those two genres, mm. kind of. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, it was cool. Do you want to recommend one this time around? Um, sure. Yeah, there is one song, and look, I know I just mentioned popular stuff, but. Okay. God, you're been... dick. Are you going to choose another really popular one? Oh, I have. Only just for this, I have to because I've literally, I'm not joking when I say I've been listening to it on repeat fucking so much mm-hmm. and it's so good. But and a lot of music lately I feel like I've been getting from the movies I've been watching. But Same. so I've been rewatching. Same. Yeah. So I've been rewatching The Hell out of the house that jack built because like i said i just love it's it gets better each time and a song that shows up periodically throughout that movie it's just so hilarious just how it shows up but it's fame by david bowie like mm-hmm. <laughs> i fucking love that song so much it's so good i love and... the i love the end scene with hit the road jack though oh yeah awesome. hit the road jack yeah that was good but no that went seeing okay light spoilers for the house that jack built but i mean he's this fucking serial killer so you know he's gonna kill people but there's a scene <laughs> to where the first time that song shows up in the movie is when he uh kills a woman and he basically ties her to the back of his van and he's you know driving off down the road and he's dragging the dead body along leaving a big blood trail and it's playing the it's playing fame yeah. by david bowie it's so <laughs> I just so I cool. it's so good. It's just so good. So I that's my song. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I can't wait for you to rewatch that. I imagine that I'll lose again, but Yeah. But yeah, I, I will rewatch that at some point. Because there's so I much to talk about with that movie, but yeah, anyway. Uh I will You're just you're gonna win. 
David Bowie. I mean, <laughs> I know I kind of cheated there, but oh, well. I'll I'll recommend Front Row by Metric. Metric mm. are one of my favorite like um new wave like rock electro rock bands, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're absolutely brilliant. I love the vocals in this one. I think mm. it's just an awesome song. It's just a fucking awesome like rock banger. Hmm. It's great. Anyway, I guess that's that. All right, so yeah, Fame by David Bowie, and then the song Front Row by Metric. Yes, that. Please, please rate us on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you listen to us on those. We would really appreciate it. Yes. Five stars if you please, but if not, give us a one star. I don't give a shit. Yeah, as long as you rate us, but a five star would be appreciated. (laughs) It'll be preferable, that's Preferable, yeah. Also, just wanted to say thank you to... Amerivage for the new like oh, song yeah. that we're using in our intro and outro. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah, yes. He's a good dude. Go follow him. Go listen to his music. He's great. Yes, thank you. That was it's a cool song for sure. That's that. You can find me on uh pretty much all the social medias at Views by Quinn on Instagram, Letterbox. Those are the two main things I use. Then Twitter, uh, music. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face anymore. Damn it! I have I haven't gotten on it in a while, actually. But music board. Um, yeah, I've been on it more than you. Yeah, you have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about it. Just all those. But like I said, Instagram and Letterbox are like almost pretty much all I use. And Liam, where can they find you? Yeah, movies, music, me on everything, pretty much. Um, there are different variants of it, but I guess you could just go to my link tree in Instagram and find all of the shit if you want. Yeah, Twitter, Letterboxd, Instagram, YouTube, especially YouTube. Mm. I, that's the only place I really care about growth. Mm-hmm. Same with here, I guess. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Love doing the podcast. I love how like we miss out on a week and we basically record a whole extra episode oh God, with I this know. one because it's, it's so long. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> that's that. That's that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. My brain is fried after talking about so much Spider-Man. <laughs> Of like Jane Jonas Jameson right now. No, nothing. But no, it's <laughs> nothing. I don't know. You got to say peace out, bitch. Oh God, is that our thing now? Is that another? <laughs> That's your thing. thing. I oh, don't have a thing. I already have too many things. God, he's literally me. I've got peace out, bitch. What's my got... thing? Do I have anything? Your thing is, I don't even know. Your your Australian slang. I don't know. Being boring and losing it like the song game. <laughs> Uh no, it's, no one's sending me questions except for this one time. We'll figure out your thing eventually. It'll come. I'll just say I respect your opinion. Yeah, say that. That's my thing anyway. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Fuck off. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Peace out, bitches. <laughs>